runs the rest of the defense. That is 64 yards for the speedy quarterback for Carney Catholic. Yep. That's his fourth touchdown of the night. Carney Catholic rolled Broken Bow in last week's season opener while Aurora was upended in a top five matchup at Adams Central. It's the Huskies and the Stars coming up next. But first, it's the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. We'll join ESPN Radio's Randy Bushcutter and Don Lease live from Aurora right after this word from Hogemeyer Hybrids. This broadcast is made possible by Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives. Hogemeyer has over 80 years of legacy in products, service, and performance. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put a winning team to work for you with deep roots and a shared vision, call Terry and Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemical. Your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives, 627 1064. <laughs> Give it up for Chad, who's making great choices today. He filled up for gas before his gauge flashed empty. He made it to baseball practice on time. And instead of driving home to an empty fridge, Chad drove to Amigos for new Taquito Dippers. Filled with shredded beef or chicken, fried crisp to order, and ready to dip in Amigos' warm homemade queso sauce. The best part? He doubled down and got two for two sixty nine. Congratulations, Chad. You've won today. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Aurora as the defending Class C-1 state champion Aurora Huskies tonight will be playing host to the Carney Catholic Stars. Randy Bushcutter, Don Lease here with you from Aurora, and uh, Coach Lease, uh, these Huskies might not be in a great mood. They're going to hang their championship banner. They got their homecoming tonight, but really what's on their mind was getting beat last week against Adams Central. This is not a team that's used to losing football games. They have not done that a whole lot in the last few years. Uh, no, they haven't, Randy. And like, like you said, I think they're going to come in here pretty mad and, and want to establish some things. And, uh, you know, last week, you know, they they could move the football a little bit on the ground against uh, Adam Central. And, uh, you know, that's kind of what Coach Harvey and Coach uh, Calling were kind of saying on the way down here that, you know, I think we might get a heavy dose of the eye formation and stuff, and then try to have they're going to try to have move the football on the ground. And again, last year, but Baylor Shireman threw the ball all over the place. I mean, about every down, they only ran every once in a while just to keep you just a little bit honest. This year, they are looking more toward the uh, running attack, and and most of that running attack is coming from their quarterback Dvorak and their running back Morrow. Between the two of them, last week they carried the ball. 41 of the 42 team carries that they had, and Morrill had 154 yards. And as you said, out of that I formation, they, they don't mind running it right down your throat, which is a whole lot different than what they did spreading out the field last year. Yeah, and that's uh, you know that's what, what Coach Harvey and uh, them were thinking that the, tonight they're going to really get a heavy dose of that, uh, you know, and the, the linemen up front for uh, Aurora are very big, and they can move some people out and stuff. So. Uh, that's what they're thinking tonight is that they're going to get some heavy dose of the run game and not so much the passing from Aurora tonight. And the defense last week for Carney Catholic looked very good. In fact, had the defensive touchdown set up the short field on at least two other possessions that led to a, a route and a running clock in the second half for uh, Carney Catholic against Broken Bow. 
but you know you, you have to start talking about the quarterback for the uh, Stars because what a what a night Heinrich Harburg had. He threw four touchdown passes and also had two touchdown runs of over 60 yards each. And so he, he's a really truly a dual threat at quarterback. Yes, he is, and that's one thing you know going in. Last year, you know, he, he, he was just kind of getting into his own and stuff last year, and this year he really has stepped it up and uh, can do a lot of things. Uh, you know, if it's not there, he'll, he'll tuck it down and take off running with it, and he's got the speed to outrun a lot of people. And so, yes, he's a, definitely a big-time dual threat for Carney Catholic. And that team speed for Carney Catholic, very helpful, especially in the passing game. But, again, as you mentioned, we might see a lot of power football tonight from Aurora. So that team speed will get a lot of bodies there, but you're going to have to be the low man on the totem pole. Otherwise, more of them, among others, will just run you right over. Yeah, and that's exactly what they got to do. You know, up front, you know, those guys up front have to do a little bit to kind of control a little bit of that line of scrimmage so their Carney Catholic's linebackers can start flowing. Uh, last week they did a really good job against Broken Bow, you know, doing that, and the linebackers just came in there and, and uh, did a lot of damage against Broken Bow. That's yep. kind of what they're hoping for this year, or Ab- this week. Absolutely. And, again, a, a key start, a, a good early start for Adam Central. They were able to ride that the rest yep. of the game. That may very well be one of the keys tonight for Carney Catholic. Definitely. You know, it's trying to get out early on them. Uh, you know, and, and see what they can do. They, they want to get, they want to move the ball in the air as much as they pa- possibly can with that team speed. But they, they can run the football, King Carney Catholic. So, be very interesting game tonight. Well, this is the Hogemeyer Hybrid Free Game Show. Contact Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Hybrid Seed Dealer near you. We're going to step away for a moment. When we come back, we're going to talk with the coach of the Class C1 State Champions, the Aurora Huskies. Kyle Peterson's coming up next on the Hogemeyer Hybrid Free Game Show right after this. Great Western Bank in Kearney is making life great. Our focus is on relationship-based consumer, business, and agribusiness banking, offering personal and business checking, banking on the go, mortgage, savings accounts, money management, and more. It's never too early or too late to start saving. Find out which account is right for you. Come into our Kearney branch at 2120 First Avenue today or online at greatwesternbank.com. Great Western Bank, making life great. Member FDIC. About 90 years before the seeds for the trees that produce the lumber that they sell were even planted, Mead Lumber was born in Nebraska. So now when you have the seed of an idea for a new building project from concept to design, delivery to installation, Mead Lumber in Kearney has a team of professionals to assist you with every phase of your project and service that you'd expect from a neighbor. Stop by Mead Lumber at 1440 West 56th Street to get started. Log on to MeadLumber.com. Mead Lumber in Kearney proudly supports all area athletes. Back on the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show here on ESPN Radio, week two of the high school football season as Aurora, the defending state champ, welcomes in Carney uh, Catholic. And uh, the Stars were able to take care of business. And Aurora and Adam Central, two really good football teams that were in almost everybody's top five, dueled it out. And Adam Central got the better of the situation. And we're joined by Aurora head football coach Kyle Peterson. And Coach, kind of as we joked before we started the interview, been a long time since you've had to practice with these kids after a loss. How did it go? You know, we, we I think as football coaches spend a lot of time teaching our kids how to respond to adversity. And, you know, adversity comes in a lot of forms. And, and losing is certainly one form of, of, of adversity. And I think our kids have really handled it well. They understood that there's things that they need to correct, that, that things that we can control to improve our chances of success. And they were excited to come to practice this week and do that. What was the off season like? Uh, of course, the kids 
have very good seasons in almost every other sport. So it wasn't like they went out and won the state track or golf title or baseball, and it was in the summer, uh, and they got away from school. But what was it like walking around uh, in the off season as the state champs? Uh, you know, it was interesting. Our uh, uh, our graduating senior class was a pretty special group. They were talented, and we had a lot of great leadership. So we didn't really know as coaches what to expect from this summer, but we had really great leadership developed during the summer workouts and, and our off-season camps. And, and uh, it's a really talented group of kids that we have in school right now. Uh, they're just kind of sprinkled out throughout the classes. You know, we're going to start four sophomores on Friday night, and, and – um, so you, you, you kind of have to develop some team dynamics there when you have so many kids from so many different groups playing together on Fridays. But uh, we had an outstanding summer, and I think a lot of those guys kind of grew together um, throughout those workouts. Aurora coach Kyle Peterson with us here on ESPN ahead of their home opener tonight against Kearney Catholic. Kyle, you know as much as anybody that to build dynasties – you can kind of get these young kids into games. You blew out so many players or so many teams uh, last year that a lot of these young kids at least got some snaps with the running clock, maybe not as much as the old days. So even though you might not say you have a ton of offensive starters back, how much offensive experience do you have? You know, we have experience back at at least three offensive line positions. Um, We have experience back at quarterback. Our quarterback was our, our leading tackler a year ago, our inside linebacker. Um, we have our starting running back back, and, and we have some receptions. You know, we had a, a we have a really nice tight end in Nate Borkacher who missed the first eight games of the season last year, but came back and had a really nice playoff run. So there were pieces. Um, we got a lot of our guys on defense. Uh, we return actually six guys that started at different times. A lot of those guys are playing different positions, though. You try to get your team in the best position to be successful. We're moving defensive backs to linebackers and such. So it's kind of a you know a work in progress, kind of tweaking all those those things out right now. Coach, uh, as you take a look at this uh, football team, what did you learn in week number one against uh, Adam Central? You know, we need to come up with ways to become more explosive offensively. You know, we knew we were going to be a little more run-oriented this year than we were a year ago. The vertical passing game, some of the outside team speed um, that we had a year ago we don't have. Uh, But we need to find some ways to have explosive plays. We we drove the football and got first downs against Adam Central. We just couldn't maintain drives. We'd make a mistake. We'd miss a block uh, and put ourselves in second and long, and we weren't able to overcome that explosive plays kind of uh, are able to mask some of those mistakes. We've got to find a way to, uh, to do that. And some defensive alignment. A lot of the, the issues that we had last Friday night were getting lined up wrong against Adams Central. and We were getting some, some easy completions, especially on the edge. So we've got to get lined up better. Our eye discipline that needs to be a lot better on the edge there, too, especially against a team like Carney Catholic, which is going to give you some very similar looks to Adams Central. Kyle Peterson with us here on the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. Uh, Adam Central just jumped out on you early. How much do you think you just improved in the second half or as that game progressed last week? You know, really, I kind of felt about the middle of the second quarter. We started to control the line of scrimmage on offense. Uh, we just didn't get the explosive play like I mentioned. Defensively, you know, I, I, we played really well defensively except for about three plays where uh, we gave up uh, some chunks that, that I don't, you know, I'm not really happy about. Um, we, we grew as a defensive front. I think our defensive line really came along and played well in the second half. Uh, I, I think we developed some confidence and maybe an identity on offense, which we were searching for. 
Um, so, yeah, I, 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 I felt confident. I felt great um, after watching film that the, the things that we need to improve on are, are things that are, are fixable. They weren't physical things. They were mental things. Well, you're so used to having some good quarterbacks, obviously, with Baylor Shireman, uh, the All-Stater, and Henrik Heiberg might get there at some point, but still just a young junior. Uh, Kearney Catholic's offense looked really good last week. Uh, what do you see that's different about this star team than the one that you handled last year? You know, you see uh, an increase in speed. You know, these guys are all a year older. They were sophomores last year, and you can see what a, a year of development has done for them. Uh, they've got fast kids everywhere. You know, it starts at the quarterback position, and, and he's a run-pass threat. Uh, he can throw the ball vertically. He's a strong-arm kid. He's got a lot of weapons to utilize, and Rashawn does such a good job of, of getting those guys Space and creating matchup problems for you. Um, I think that's the first thing that jumps off the film is just team speed against Broken Bow. Um, defensively, that team speed jumps off the screen too because uh, you know they're getting to the ball in a hurry. Their secondary closes quickly, so they're an improved defense, maybe a simpler defense, and how they line up against teams, which I think allows them to play really fast. Four state-rated teams to get things going here. Uh, so Aurora definitely tested early on coming off the state championship. And, uh, Coach, I know that uh, Coach Harvey talked more about his defense than he did his offense in week one. Uh, did you agree looking at the film? Yeah, I mean, they were really good. Like I said, they were simple in, in how they aligned. But I think that allowed them to play fast. And, and it allowed them to take advantage of their athletes that they have on the edge. Uh, you know, they really set the box with with uh, what they did defensively, and they spilled everything outside, and then they ran to the football really well. Um, you know, there's there's some things that, that we believe we can do to it, to attack that, um, but uh, it's a much improved defensive team from a year ago. And finally, Coach, uh, we're right before game time here, and sometimes coaches don't always want to talk about the injuries, but you did. The fans know uh, Ryan Marlette, uh, an All-Stater for you, got hurt last week. What is his status in the short term, and how does that affect your line? You know, we're really hoping that, that we can get some snaps out of Ryan. You're just kind of heartbroken for kids that uh, um, he had some injuries a year ago, was able to come back for the state championship game, and and uh, an injury that doesn't look good right now, but but we're hoping that uh, he's going to be able to get into some rehab and, and maybe late in the season be able and to, to get some snaps because, you know, as a senior, you want him to have every opportunity out there. Um, you know, it does change a little bit the dynamics of your team when you lose an All-State kid at the line of scrimmage, but we were fortunate enough to have depth. Uh, that depth is just pretty young. We're going to start uh, a sophomore at each of our tackle spots on Friday night, and, and that's uh, – um, you know, when you're playing good football teams, uh, you, you've got to play well on the edge. And, and uh, we're going to ask a lot of those two young kids to be great players for us. Well, it's always fun to watch a team develop. It's always fun to watch an experienced team go out. So uh, that's uh, that's part of coaching as well. And uh, we're looking forward to a great game tonight, uh, Kyle. Thanks so much for the time and best of luck the rest of the season. Hey, thanks a lot, Doug. Take care. Kyle Peterson, head football coach of the Aurora Huskies, and we'll chat with Rashawn Harvey of Kearney Catholic right after this on the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. Downey Drilling in Lexington is a proud supporter of all the area athletes. Downey Drilling designs and installs complete water well systems for all your water well needs. We drill wells for agriculture, municipal, commercial, domestic, residential, and geothermal loop fields. From the well drilling to the pump installation and service, Downey Drilling Incorporated is your complete water well provider that takes pride in providing outstanding service to all its customers. 
online at downydrilling.com. Welcome back to the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show here on ESPN Radio as Carney Catholic gets ready to take on the defending state champions from Aurora. Head coach Rashawn Harvey joining us after a very impressive week one win against Broken Bow. And uh, coach, things probably couldn't have went a whole lot better than they did for you last Friday night. Yeah, it was a great game for us, all facets, um, offense, defense, special teams. You know, we were perfect on extra points. Uh, defense even scored, you know, and our offense was fantastic also. But our defense really probably shined. You know, everybody's going to look at our, our points and see 56 points, but our defense played lights out Friday night. Yeah, you're going to always uh, talk about all the positives out there. Did you expect uh, that this could happen from your football team? We talked a little bit about how dynamic the offense could be, but uh, they, they've got to be feeling pretty good this week. Yeah, we thought we were pretty explosive, and, um, you know, we showed that on Friday night. You know, we've got pretty good team speed, um, you know, overall. So offensively, I think we had a little bit of advantage um, last Friday night uh, in the speed category. And defensively, we've, we flowed to the ball well. There were a couple times on the sidelines, us as coaches looked at each other and said, hey, man, we got nine nine hats to the ball. So, you know, our, our young men played outstanding. and They were ready to play. They were tired of beating up on each other in practice. So they went out and showed that last Friday night. Well, let's talk about Heinrich Harburg. I mean, obviously, uh, he won the quarterback job enough so that Mr. Schwartz went ahead and, and transferred, and we didn't even really bring that up last week. So it's his show. And, uh, I mean, we could talk about last year's game, and we will with Baylor Shireman. Well, he goes for six, but, uh, you know, four touchdown passes. It was not a ton of yardage through the air, and he had a couple of big runs. Uh, he accounts for over 250 in total yards. What about the way he handled the football game? He played outstanding. You know, we had a short field majority of the night, uh, but Heinrich went into the game very well prepared. You know, he handled the the passing game. He had, he had one. He missed a couple wide open uh, people uh, last Friday night. He had one, t- you know, bad ball for an interception. But outside of that, you know, even in the running game, he read his blocks well. Obviously, we know he's, you know, he's expo- explosive and has speed. So, he did fantastic with that, and then he took care of the ball. I mean, there was he didn't have any fumbles, didn't have any you know extremely bad throws. He threw a couple away rather than taking a sack. So he played a, a overall outstanding game. Carney Catholic's Rashawn Harvey with us here on the uh, Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show, getting ready to take on Aurora tonight. Coach, uh, it's kind of a mixed bag. You want to leave those starters in there to get them some taste in week number one, but you were so successful, you probably didn't run as many plays offensively as you had maybe anticipated? I think we ended up with 42 offensive plays. We want to be in the 60, 70 range, but, you know, what happened in the game, you know, dictated how we um, played the second half. So, But it was a great opportunity to get some of our, you know, second, third, even 14 guys in there and get them some uh, some reps. You know, they, they practice hard all week just like everybody else. So it's good to have a few games like that that you can get everybody in. I would think it would have been hard to analyze where your run game was after week one uh, because Heinrich had the the two big runs there and and you only ran the ball about 18 times. Were there some other things that you're still not sure about your football team heading here into this week two contest? I think just a little bit of recognition of – when the ball's set and ready for play, you know, with the new 40-second uh, clock and how the officials are, are starting the clock a little differently. A couple of times, you know, we had opportunity to snap the ball when the defense wasn't ready, but our kids were in tune to, you know, the routine from previous years where you're waiting for that, that whistle to get going. Well, the whistle already happened immediately after after the previous play. 
And so they were looking at the umpire there for him to give a signal. But we just got to recognize that better. And we did that uh, later in the game uh, defensively. We've got to recognize you know, what teams are doing, especially on punt. Uh, Broken Bow was able to have a, a fake punt, and our kids just weren't tuned in to what was going on. Just knowing they're up, they weren't tuned in. To, hey, they had a different formation than we practiced in they, what they've shown, so something was up. So we just got to be aware of those lo- little things, but that'll come throughout the season. Well, Tate Florell was listed as your leading tackler. You talk about that defense. Talk about his game. You know, Tate did a great job. You know, he, he played some middle linebacker for us. He'll play some Sam and Will for us. But he's a he's a guy that's got some good football savvy, good football knowledge, and he flies around when he's out there. Uh, he's been doing a great job of uh, getting everybody lined up in the right place. He's vocal on the defensive side. So he's definitely um, somebody we want on the field a lot. Well, let's talk about Aurora. Uh, last year, they were the state champs, and they kind of showed that the first couple of weeks. Adam Central's got a very good football team and, and beat them last week. Uh, what do you see in this Aurora team besides a different quarterback? Uh, they're very big up front. You know, they've got the Marlette kid. I think he's 6'5", uh, 280, and I think they average about 230 across the front, uh, offense and defensive line. So they'll be physical. They can latch on to you, man. It's It's hard to get off those big guys. Uh, the quarterback, he's a physical guy, different type of quarterback, uh, Dvorak, but uh, he'll 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 run that thing. And uh, compared to Sharman last year, uh, and then number uh, was that number twenty-two back there, the running back, you know, he's explosive also. So we've got to know where those two are. And then the big key, I believe, is the, the tight end, number eighty-seven. Um, I'm probably going to blow his last name. I think it's Borkature, I believe. So yeah. we got to we got to make sure that we know uh, where he is. So eighty-seven. 22 and 7 are the keys uh, to their their offense. Could you tell much off just one film and what happened against Adam Central last week? I think Adam Central just jumped on him, you know, and then, you know, things just snowballed uh, for Aurora. Adam Central, you know, watching it on film is a great team, but but Aurora, they're they're still, you know, a capable team that can do some damage in high school football. So, and they're going to be, you know, mad as Hornets and we're their opening home game of the season. So they're not used to losing at home, not used to losing at all. So they're going to be ready to play the Stars. Rashawn Harvey, head coach of the Kearney Catholic Stars. At this level, Rashawn, playing on grass, playing on turf, does it make a difference? I don't think it's going to make a difference. You know, our kids go to different turfs throughout the summer to throw the ball around. Uh, I guess they don't like our grass at Kearney Catholic. So they go <laughs> other places and throw the ball around. You know, over here at UNK, we go to camps and play on the turf. They're going to still wear the same shoes, put on the same you know gear and play. So uh, I don't think that's going to be a big factor for us. Should be an exciting one tonight. Rashawn, we'll talk ahead of the trip to Lincoln next week. Good luck. All right, we appreciate you coming to Stars. That's Carney Catholic head football coach Rashawn Harvey here on the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show, and we'll be back to Aurora to take a look at the starting lineups ahead of tonight's game with the Huskies right after this on ESPN. Your local Pioneer team is with you from the word go during harvest season and every season. They have the latest performance data to help select the right corn products for each of your acres next year. Results start with industry-leading genetics, but it all comes down to conducting thousands of local on-farm trials to uncover more insights and maximize yields. When it's go time, work with your local Pioneer team to make the most of every acre with Pioneer brand corn products. Pioneer, with you from the word go. See Impact Seed. Welcome to Freddy's. What can we get started for you? I haven't had a carb in three weeks, and if I have one more sip of a kale smoothie, I need a Freddy's Original Double with Cheese, Fries, and a Turtle Sundae. Please. 
We understand. If you're going to be bad, it better be good. And no one satisfies your cravings better than Freddy's Frozen Custard and Steak Burgers. The experience that puts a smile on your face and the taste that brings you back. For a limited time, try Freddy's Key Lime Pie Concrete. Freddy's Frozen Custard and Steak Burgers, 1010 3rd Avenue, Kearney. It's time now for our starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. We'll begin, first of all, for the Aurora Huskies, who uh, lost last week to Adams Central 24-6. to And their starters look like this on offense. Sam Schroeder, a 260-pound junior, will start at center. The guards are Brian O'Willie, a 210-pound junior, and Meyer Sykes, a 225-pound senior. The tackles are Gage Griffith, a sophomore, 240 pounds, and Aaron Jividen, a 240-pound sophomore as well. At wide receiver, and they're actually going to list one extra one here. Nate Borkature will be the uh, Maverick, a 220-pound senior. Other wide out will be Jamo Herzberg, 155 pounds and a junior. Kobe Russell's 175-pound senior. Jacob Settles, a junior at 165 pounds. The fullback is Brecken Papenow, a sophomore at 210. Caleb Morrow, a senior at 175 pounds, and the quarterback is Trevor Dvorak, 195 pounds, and a senior. We'll take a break for a moment, and we'll be back with the uh, starting lineup for the Carney Catholic Stars as we return to more of our pregame show, brought to you by the Hogemeyer Hybrids. We'll return to Aurora right after this. Here's how you can save up to 50% off your car insurance deductible. Take your vehicle to Goodfellows Paint and Body and tell them you heard this commercial. Goodfellows Paint and Body are experts at collision repair and all mix and models. Goodfellows Paint and Body and the Muscle Car Factory are also known for restoring show cars in the area for over 14 years, meeting their friends by accident since 2006. It's Goodfellows Paint and Body, 115 South Railroad in Kearney, 308-440-6579. Proudly supporting all area athletes. Where does your money go when you deposit it? At Five Points Bank, the better bank, it stays in our community, works to make our community grow and prosper. Banking with Five Points Bank is the way to keep your money local and help our community grow. Bank with the better bank, your community bank. Five Points Bank. For over 60 years, R.W. Sorensen Construction in Kearney has been your number one contractor, designing, building, and general contractors. Sorensen Construction specializes in new construction, additions, and remodeling, both commercial and residential. Building Kearney and Central Nebraska is what they do. R.W. Sorensen Construction, your on-time contractor for over 60 years. Located at 2500 West 24th Street in Kearney, Sorensen Construction is a proud supporter of all area athletes. Your friendly Friesen Ford in Aurora is your destination for sales, service, and parts. Friesen Ford has the vehicle you want right on their lot with a wide variety of vehicles to choose from in their friendly sales staff to assist you in a low-pressure environment. Come experience the friendly Friesen Ford difference for yourself today in their state-of-the-art facility located 20 miles east of Grand Island, just off of I-80 in Aurora, or online at FriesenFord.com. For sales, service, parts, trust your friendly Friesen Ford team. And now here's the starting lineup for Carney Catholic, our five points bank starting lineup, and it will be Jackson Dakey at center, a five hundred, excuse me, a five ten, <laughs> a five ten senior, one hundred and sixty five pounds at center. The guard is Jake Masker, a sophomore, six two, two hundred and forty pounds. Uh, also at guard will be Matthew Mertz, a senior, six three, two hundred and fifteen pounds. The tackles are Dylan Mers, sophomore. 6'5", 190 pounds, and Seth Moore, a junior, 6'5", 185 pounds. Running back is Cale Conrad, a junior, 6'185 uh, pounds, and 
a junior. At wideouts will be Logan O'Brien, a junior, 6'5", 175 pounds. Austin Christner, also a junior, 5'11", 160 pounds. Samson David, a uh, junior, uh, six foot, 180 pounds, and Logan Miner, also a junior, 5'9", 170 pounds. And, of course, the quarterback is Heinrich Harburg, a junior, 6'6", 175 pounds. Harburg is a leading passer, obviously, for Carney Catholic. Four touchdowns, one interception a week ago, 8 of 13 for 136 yards and four touchdowns. He also had two rushing touchdowns last week as Harburg carried the ball five times for 114 yards. Uh, Meanwhile, for the Aurora Huskies, their leading passer is Dvorak, of course. He's 10 of 23 for 87 yards, has yet to throw a touchdown pass on the season, and the leading rusher is Morrill. He is uh, carried the ball 26 times for 154 yards last week against the Adams Central Patriots, who, as we mentioned, won that one very comfortably one week ago. Again, your starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. Randy Bushcutter, Don Lee's with you here, and uh, we're only about a minute away from kicking this one off, Don. Last thoughts. You know, just talking to the coaches, it's I, you know, it's one of those situations, Randy. You know, Carney Catholic wants to get out there, you know, use their team speed, do those types of things, and Aurora is one of those teams that really wants to set up, and I think they're really going to come at Carney Catholic and then try to establish the run. And again, the the early start to the game last week by Adam Central was key to their success. Mm-hmm. And again, I think it's going to be important for Carney Catholic to get off to a good start, and they'll have that opportunity because they will receive the kickoff here with. The uh, T in his hand is Jamison Herzberg for Aurora, so he'll be kicking off here to Carney Catholic. And who knows, you might get to Harburg right out of the chute because uh, Carney Catholic is one of those rare teams where your starting quarterback is also on your kick return. Yeah, yeah, that's what and that's what we were talking about on the way down here with uh, the coaches. Is that you know we really can't pull them off to the side and talk to them about things because a lot of them go both ways and uh, and are on special teams. So yeah, there's a lot of them out there, Randy, that do that. And I do like the fact that, and Aurora does this too, they put their best athletes on special teams. Yep. And it's an element of football that people kind of forget about until you get that 68-yard punt return for right. a touchdown or you block a kick or something yep. like that, and then you realize how important special teams are. And Carney Catholic might very well have the advantage with uh, kicking, and we'll talk about that more, especially when we line up for extra points because that's been pretty well perfect here the last couple of years for the Stars. So Herzberg has it teed up at the 40-yard line, and back deep for Carney Catholic will be Logan Miner, as well as, as we expected, Heinrich Harburg. And we'll see if uh, Herberg stays away from uh, Harburg. Say that ten times right yeah. <laughs> So Herzberg comes up, and we are underway here in Aurora as he puts his right foot into it. It's a relatively short kick, and it's going to be caught in the air by Samson David. David's just going to try to get what he can as the uh, pocket will close on him at about the 28-yard line. Really wasn't much of an opportunity for the wall to even get set up there because the ball wasn't in the air long enough for the uh, return team to really get set up. And again, not bad starting position here for Carney Catholic. Yep. And like you said, you know, Samson David did a good job. It's pretty high. Uh, he just gets it and takes off with it, what gets what he can out of it. Like you said, he could not get to the, to the wall out of that situation there. So out of the shotgun formation here will be Harburg. He does not have any running backs in the backfield. And now coming across the formation here is uh, going to be Christner. And then now he has a running back to his right as they change things up. One of the rare high school fields that actually has the play clock on the field. And Harburg, looking at that, calls that out. And he'll hand the ball off. And there isn't much room to run there at all for Trey Colling. 
as Colling just goes right up the middle. And he'll gain maybe about two yards on the play, and that's it. Yep. And we kind of mentioned, you know, Trey Calling and stuff. You know, last week, you know, a little bit injured, a little banged up. Uh-oh, now he's limping off the field there, Randy, after that first handoff off that situation. Yeah, that's, he's gimp- he's gimping off there, and he's asking and that's to what come was, off, and he's he's not putting a whole lot of weight yeah, on that no, left ankle. No, and that was what was bothering him uh, before last week and stuff, too, is it was the left ankle. So that is not a good thing to see. And uh, obviously some injury issues. Ryan Marlette hurt here for a row. We'll talk about that more later. Quick little screen to the right side. And cutting in underneath, here's going to be Logan O'Brien. O'Brien will be brought down by Trevor Dvorak. A gain of about six on the play. And it's going to lead up to third and about four. Yeah, just quick little you know, t- split-in screen out there, and uh, Logan catches it and goes right up the middle or right up there and picks up what he can. So we got third down here for Carney Catholic. It's manageable. As it'll be Harbord, fakes the handoff, and he's looking to throw it deep, and it, he has his arm hit, and it's going to be intercepted. I think he had his arm hit because that ended up being a wounded duck, and it is intercepted for the Huskies. And coming up with the football is going to be Kobe Russells. Russells had to come back for the ball. They had a man out there. It was Austin Christner who was going deep, and he got that ball deflected or got his elbow hit, and it ended up being a wild duck. And it is uh, first and ten for the Huskies at the 45. Yeah, just uh, you know, like you said, Randy, you know, it was one of those things where he had Krishner. He was going to go deep with Krishner out there. But uh, the guy got to him and just, I think, just tipped his elbow on that, and uh, Aurora ends, ends up picking it off. So Dvorak will throw a quick roll out on this left side. It is going to be incomplete, and had he caught it, since he was kneeling down to do it, Caleb Moore would have lost a yard on the play. But as it stands, it is incomplete. Yeah, there's two or three guys right there, Randy, as he was trying to get that wide receiver screen set up on that left side, uh, but it was incomplete for Aurora. And again, the Stars did have that well-diagnosed. Dvorak will hand the ball off this time to Morrill. He'll put out a little stiff arm and run into the hands of Harburg, and they'll bring him down at about the 43-yard line, so that'll be a gain of about two. So that'll set up now third and long here for the Huskies. Yeah, trying to just take it off to that right side there, Randy. And like you said, uh, you know, a few, few stars there. Uh, Conrad was in there, too, uh, to make that help out on that defensive end spot for Carney Catholic. Well, keep an eye on Borkature here. He's a pretty good receiver at tight end on the right side, and they'll split out somebody in the backfield out further wide here, and they'll hand the ball off to Morrill right up the middle, and Morrill will run over one star and be brought down by Tate Florell. Florell with the tackle, but forward progress is going to make it now third and about three. Yep, it's fourth down here, Randy, and uh, they're going to go for it, looks like, right here. They'll fourth and about two, three yards for Aurora here. So they go to the I formation, hand off to Morrill. He goes off tackle, cuts back in, has enough for the first down. He's going to be down at about the 31-yard line. So that's going to end up being a gain of about six. Yeah, just nice little run up, run there. He uh, you know, took it to the right side off that, Randy. Made a nice one little cut right about the line of scrimmage and uh, picked up six yards for the first down for Aurora. And he's a big fan of that stiff arm. And they'll run a little cross buck here, and they come off this left side. And waiting there is going to be Carney Catholic, Mackenzie Owens. McKinnison Owens with the uh, little wingback counter there and is going to lose a couple of yards. Yep, Tate Farrell did a good job from his linebacker position there, Randy, and coming up there and making that tackle on that. But they, uh, like you said, that little uh, wingback reverse out of that situation, and Tate Farrell was right there. 
And they're going to run with the quarterback here, a late pitch, as Morrell will actually follow his quarterback up through the hole. We'll get those two yards back and maybe a couple more, so that'll be a gain of about four on the play. And it's going to set up now third and long, but this is four down territory here as the ball is at about the 28-yard line. Yeah, just quick toss out there to that right side. They're trying to go on that right side, Randy, and now they're going to spread everything out here as Roar going here on third down. Drive start at the 45 after the interception. Dvorak will throw it in underneath. Caught by Borkatcher. Breaks a tackle. Brings it inside the 20. Spins and will be brought down at about the 11-yard line. So that'll be a gain of about 17 on the play. Just a nice little jump in to a very talented tight end. Yep, talented big guy, you know, right there. And they had two other guys split out on that side, so they had a one-on-one situation. And he runs a little bit of a slant route and uh, picks up the first down. Dvorak, quarterback keeper right up the middle. There's a flag thrown right at the uh, tackle that looks like a hold. We'll see what the call is here. Gain of uh, maybe a half yard. That's going to be about it as the Stars were ready for that. Just trying to take that right up the middle. Yep, and that's the signal as a hold on uh, Aurora right here. So. Matt Murray's led the tackle, and I think he might have also been the guy that was held. Yep, looked like right up in the middle out of that situation. And uh, Carney Cow's going to move him back 10 yards oh, yeah. here for uh, first down and about 20 here for Aurora. Yeah, it'll be first and 20 from the 22. Well, they can get a first down and not quite be at the two-yard line. The stick comes to an end about the two-and-a-half-yard line. So Dvorak now will have a running back to his left, and that'll be moral. That'll be pretty much what it is. Herzberg's going to come across in motion, and they'll hand the ball off to Morrill, and Morrill will take it down to about the 15-yard line. And so that'll be a gain of about seven. Just nice run off to that right side, off that right tackle, off that, Randy. You know, they fake that jet sweep action out of it and give it to him and go to the right side. Nice little run for Aurora. It's going to bring up second down here in 14 because of that holding call. Gain of two, five, six, four, seven. Nothing spectacular for Mm -hmm. morale, but you, you total all that up, you're going to keep moving the sticks. Maybe not with a 10-yard right, holding yeah, penalty. Exactly, yeah. You might have to do something here. Dvorak will have it now, second and about 13. And there's whistles, and that more than likely is going to be on the offense unless somebody got a yeah legal procedure. procedure. Yep. going to be called here. So 15 yards of penalties on this series for the Huskies, and that certainly is helping Carney Catholic out. Yep, just as they got down to about the 12, 13-yard line there, Randy, and then they had the holding call. Now they got a legal, illegal procedure. So, you know, this is going to help Carney Catholic out a lot. Class B action for you. A couple of top five teams over on KHS Radio. And right now, Scott's Bluff is leading Hastings 7-6 there in the first quarter. We're looking for our first points here, as this is the first possession of the game for the Aurora Huskies with 7-13 to go. They've got it now second and about 18. Now they'll fill that wide receiver screen, and there is nothing happening there. Awesome. Snuffing it out is Austin Christner. Yep. Yep. They had that, you know, wide wide receiver screen, and Austin Christner did a great job. Once that pass was even in motion, he came flying up there and uh, made the tackle. Once the guy made the catch on that, Randy, he's a great read by Austin Christner. Loss of about four on the play, and more importantly, it moves that down marker as well. It's third and uh, about 20. From the 22-yard line, Dvorak going to roll to his right, trying to set up the screen, throws it on that left side. It's going to be complete, and making the catch is Morrow. Morrow down that right sideline, cuts back in, and he's got enough for the first down, it would appear. 
Yeah, that was a good design because Carney Catholic had a little bit of blitz action on that side too, Randy, and uh, he just got it over the top of Kagan um, Bosshammer on that because Kagan came in there to do, you know, with his hands up, but yes, yes, he did pick up the first down right at the two-yard line. So that'll be enough to move the sticks. And a dive and to the right. And a quick little dive right up the middle, and that's going to be a touchdown. Morale after the long reception off the screenplay. Punches it in from two yards out for a five-points bank touchdown. Yeah, just got up there real quick, Randy, right after they got the ball spotted, and then they just took off, went to the right side out of that, and uh, punched it in for the touchdown. For so the, uh, the wounded duck interception set him up at the 45-yard line, and even though they had uh, a number of penalties, Aurora was able to punch it in for the end zone. They line up for that swinging gate kind of lineup. Yeah. Or as Coach Harvey likes to call it, Badger. Yeah. <laughs> and now they'll line up for the extra point. Herzberg out of the hold of Dvorak. Borkature with the snap. It's a good snap. Good hold. The kick is rather low, but it is good. So Aurora, their first possession at home on the season, they march right down the field and lead Carney Catholic 7 to nothing with 6.26 to go here in quarter number one. And we'll be back with the kickoff right after this. Great Western Bank and Kearney is making life great. Our focus is on relationship-based consumer, business, and agribusiness banking, offering personal and business checking, banking on the go, mortgage, savings accounts, money management, and more. It's never too early or too late to start saving. Find out which account is right for you. Come into our Kearney branch at 2120 First Avenue today or online at greatwesternbank.com. Great Western Bank, making life great. Member FDIC. Have you ever seen a rusty fish? That question illustrates the point that the same way scales protect the fish from his environment, the bullet spray on bed liners from the dent popper protect your pickup bed. No rust, no dents, no scratches, no chemical corrosion. So your truck has a longer work life and holds its value longer, reduces load slippage. And here's a bonus. It quiets the ride. See the dent popper north of Railroad on 1st, on the Bricks, downtown Kearney, and get a free estimate for a bullet spray on bed liner. Guaranteed for as long as you own your truck. Well, a Five Points Bank touchdown. Reminder that all of our touchdowns are brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank, Ian Carney. And Herzberg will kick it off. It's heading toward that sideline. It's going to go out of bounds. That'll be a penalty, and we'll see what Carney Catholic uh, decides to do here. Is they are definitely trying to keep the ball away from uh, both Harburg and Miner. Yep. That's exactly, you know, the first one was a nice high little one, you know, where uh, Samson David got it, and this one there, they kind of go to the left side out of that. Yep, yeah, I think you're right, Randy. They're trying to keep it away from Miner and uh, in Harburg. You can opt for a re-kick here, have them back up a little bit and then re-kick it. But Carney Catholic will take the penalty, so it'll be first and 10 from the 35. Harburg out of the pistol formation. Has one running back behind him. And he's going to keep it himself, and he'll throw it in underneath. It's going to be complete, and not much room to run there at all by Brett Mahoney after he makes the catch. There is a flag down in the defensive secondary, and that's usually where you see a defensive hold call. Yeah, just a nice little quick one out there to Brett Mahoney, and right towards the end they had a little flag eligible man down for field. Ineligible man downfield. Really. So. <laughs> hmm. But that was a relatively well, he scrambled out enough. Yeah. So it's a good officiating crew. We'll give these yep. guys a benefit of the doubt. 
There's some crews we wouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so this is going to bring up, you know, second, our first down in uh, 20 now here for uh, Carney Catholic out of this. Oh, well, they're back. Yeah, that's that's, gonna say, that's yeah. not that's a 10 yard penalty. That's, that's a five yard penalty. <laughs> so that's what we get for saying nice things yeah, about Mirage yeah. X crew there. <laughs> they back him up five. It'll be first and 15. And it negates a gain of about three or four. So they bird dog. They look over to the right side to see what Coach Harvey has in mind here. 619 to go. Second possession of the game here for Carney Catholic. Harburg is going to keep it right up the middle. Has a little seam. Puts his head down. And he will be down just short of the 40-yard line. They might give him forward progress out to the 40. And that's going to be a nice little gain of about 10. Yep. Just uh, you spread him way out there, Randy. And the line spread way out on that situation, too. Just like they're kind of doing right here. You're getting a good good line split out of this. And uh, There's about three or four yards yeah. between your center and guard. <laughs> so. And then the tackle's close to him. And then they will roll out to the right side. Harburg's pass is going to be complete to Mahoney. Late flag comes down. Mahoney has enough for the first down if it stays. But, again, that flag is now thrown about the exact, exact same, same spot where we had the illegal man downfield. Yeah. It looks like they're po- pointing this time to Aurora. So I thought. Yeah, I Well, and it's the yep, legal man downfield. Down yep. Well, the official that I thought was giving the indication that it was against Aurora was facing the Carney Catholic sideline, exactly. probably telling the coach who did it, who yep. did it. Probably what number was that. Yep. That's what I was thinking too, Randy. So, Well, yep. two illegal men downfield things have uh, hampered this drive so far for Carney Catholic. It is second and ten. And it's too good of a football yep. team to... to <laughs> Yeah, to help them out at all. That first turnover was earned because right. of good pressure on the quarterback. Now they have the traditional tight splits here for Carney Catholic with the line. And Harbert calls it out. He's got three guys to his left. And they'll hand the ball right up the middle here to Logan Miner. And Miner is going to get back to the line of scrimmage, and that's going to be it. Yeah, they did a good job. Does uh, Aurora kind of getting out there, and they do a little bit of blitz action. Sometimes one's falling off, and the other one's blitzing. So uh, they do a lot of that, Randy, and uh, try to confuse the Carney Catholic stars. Well, we'll round it up and say that's a gain of one, and it now will set up now third and a long nine here. Harburg with the backfield empty has three wideouts to the right, two to the left. Ball pretty much right in the middle of the field, and the six-six quarterback. We'll ask for the football, get it. He's got time to throw, and he'll launch a deep one. He's got a man out there, and it is going to be deflected just at the last moment. Brilliant timing there by Herzberg to knock that one away. Yep. You had three guys going off, you know, kind of deep on that, and uh, Samson David was the one that they're trying to hit right down the middle. And like you said, Herzberg did a great job of coming off there and deflecting that ball away because uh, Samson David was open on that situation, but uh, Herzberg did a really good job of coming off his guy and deflecting it away. That was a really good ball, but yep. it would have had to be absolutely perfect for it to be complete Yep. as that was well-timed there by Herzberg to swipe it away. So in punt formation here for Carney Catholic will be Bosshammer. And Kagan has his back heel at the 20-yard line. A little bit of a low snap. He'll scramble to his right, and he's going to be pulled down. He couldn't even get the rugby off. 
And he's going to be pulled down by Mackenson Owens. Had he tried to punt that in a traditional fast fashion, Herzberg would have blocked it. He was trying to find a room there to actually punt it out, and Owens was able to grab him by the ankles and pull him down. Yep, and that's he. You, like you said, a little bit of a low snap on that situation. So by the time he got it, Randy, and then he you know go, goes to that right side. There was a couple guys there, and so he just tried to pick up the first down out of that. And uh, Aurora will have the football here at the 24-yard line for their second possession. So essentially. That serves as a turnover. So Carney Catholic, two possessions. They they get sacked essentially on fourth down. Had an elbow tipped and uh, an interception for their first possession. And now they want to circle the wagons here a little bit. They're going to call a timeout. Stars call the timeout. Brought to you by ENT Positions at Carney, taking care of you since 1994. We're located where you need us, specializing in you. It'll be first and ten from the 24 for Aurora. Already up seven nothing when we come back after this. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. Well, it is a beautiful night for football, 72 degrees. Of course, this is a turf field, so the field can't be in any better shape than that. Our field conditions brought to you by Impact Ag Partners. Craig Weegis and Todd Travis, your local Pioneer seed dealer. Pioneer knows more about field conditions with top-yielding Pioneer brand soybeans, Impact Ag Partners, and Pioneer Seed. Science with service, delivering success. Dvorak will be under center. Out of the eye formation, head off to Morrow. Morrow right up the middle. Good line penetration. Still driving through. Busts through there. Has it at the five. Cuts to the outside and goes in for a touchdown. That's 24 yards. No one touched him until he gained about 19. Ran upright and was able to scoot to the open area there. Just kind of like an avalanche of water yep. going over a boulder. And he kind of rode that all the way down to the five-yard line and then cut around it. Yep, and he, you know, they went out of the I formation, and he followed that fullback, Randy, and the guys up front just kept on moving, 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 and like you said, he didn't really get touched until he about got about 19-yard gain out of the situation now. You know, uh, so it's 13-0, and they're lining up here for the extra point is Aurora. Well, we talked about Carney Catholic needing yeah. to get a good early start. Well, that certainly has uh, gone Aurora's way as they have the early 13-0 lead. And now Herzberg, after the five points bank touchdown, will try to add the extra point. Good hold there by Dvorak as the snap was high. Herzberg punches it through, and it is 14 to nothing. Aurora, two possessions, two touchdowns, and they lead it by 14 over Carney Catholic with 4.41 to go here in the first quarter. We'll return to Aurora right after this. Ryan Redinger would like to wish all of the Kearney area athletes good luck in their competition this week. As the owner of O'Brien Stratman Redinger Funeral Home, Ryan knows that everyone's game of life comes to an end someday, and he wants you to know that he and his staff are here to create healing moments for you and your loved ones. The staff at O'Brien Stratman Redinger Funeral Home knows a loving event celebrates the choices they made, the relationship you shared, and honors their memory. Give them a call today at 308-234-3500. 
You don't have to be a farmer to reap the benefits of being a Buffalo County Farm Bureau member. We work for farm families, but our work reaches well beyond the farm, benefiting Nebraskans in all walks of life. We are your neighbors. Through our work in supporting and promoting agriculture, education, health, and technology, we bring people together to better our community. We share in the values Nebraskans stand for, hard work, passion for the land, and a character rooted in faith and family. Join the Buffalo County Farm Bureau and support Nebraska agriculture. Hello? The Big Rack Shack is only picked up by Logan Miner. Miner trying to get the edge and trying to outrun Owens here, and he'll slip out to the outside, but there's a whole pack of Huskies out there, and they'll pull him down after he crosses the 20 yard line out to about the 23. Yeah, trying to get it cleared to the outside, and Miner did a good job of making one of the guys miss about the 16, 17 yard line of Aurora's there, Randy. And uh, got the ball up to, you know, about the 24-yard line for Kearney Catholic. But, uh, you know, Aurora did a good job of pursuing on that and, uh, you know, not having Miner go too far for it. Two miscues for Kearney Catholic. One, the quarterback's elbow got hit when he was throwing the football, got intercepted, and then they couldn't get the punt off because the punter essentially got sacked. And now Kearney Catholic's third possession. Harburg's going to keep it and run to the right side. He'll spin, be met at the line of scrimmage, and he'll try to push his way forward and will, but will only gain a couple of yards in the process. Yeah, tried to get everybody spread out on that, Randy. The lines was a little bit spread out on it, and Harburg's trying to, you know, get up through the middle out of that. Uh, looks like they're kind of making sure that they have one guy spying uh, Harburg a lot on that, Randy, on that situation. Well, if you got a spy, you better be a pretty fast spy. Yep, yep. That's, that's a lot of speed for number 10. Moving to the left side here is going to be Mahoney. Mahoney will line up as the tight end. And on the right side here is going to be Miner. Miner now will step behind Harburg, who will take the snap, handoff to Miner. Miner cuts back through the middle, and he'll be met right at the line of scrimmage and lost the football. It's on the ground, diving for its Carney Catholic. Hopefully, Jake Masker can get in there and get his hands on it, and he couldn't get there. It is Aurora football. Yep, because... Looked like Logan Miner was trying to spin and spin there, Randy, and uh, got the ball stripped out of that. And uh, you know, on the on the on the turf there, and uh, Aurora pounced on the football for the third turnover for Carney Catholic out of this three drives here. Well, forward progress was stopped, but you usually don't get a whistle that fast. I uh, I think Coach Harvey wanted the whistle. Right. Obviously, he wanted the whistle. And he's out there on the field talking with the officials about it. And I don't think he's going to uh, convince Moracek to change his opinion. No. Nope. So it's going to be a little He's not wrong the forward progress was stopped. But, again, usually there's a little bit of time. And Carney Catholic's going to call another timeout. This is one of those timeouts basketball coaches take to stop the run. And uh, hopefully it will work here for Carney Catholic. Another timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians at Carney, taking care of you since 1994. We're located where you need us, specializing in you. We'll step away for a moment. Stars had the ball three times. They've turned it over three times. Aurora up by 14, has the short field at the 26 when we return after this. 
The Big Rack Shack is a one-stop shop for all your storage needs. Stop by their 15,000-square-foot showroom at 3210 Antelope Avenue in Kearney. From heavy-duty pallet racks to lightweight garage shelving, they have a wide variety of industrial-quality shelving that will last a lifetime. With the Midwest's largest selection of heavy-duty steel storage cabinets, workbenches, carts, vices, and more, you can find them on the web at BigRackShack.com or give them a call at 308-234-4464. Well, our broadcast booth is brought to you by Carney Towing and Repair. We're on the road bringing you the play-by-play. Carney Towing's on the road bringing your vehicle home. A quick little pitch out here for Morrell, and Morrell will get the ball down to about the 20-yard line, and there are a couple of flags that saw the same thing at the same time, right at the 20-yard line. And that is going to be a hold on Aurora. There will be a full 10-yard penalty here because he was up about four year, yards above the line of scrimmage, so he'll be, end up being uh, first and 16 here. Reminder, car towing repair is on the road bringing your vehicle home. Don't get stranded on the side of the road. From heavy-doing towing to roadside assistance, call Carney Towing and Repair when you need us. We'll be there. Well, you can see Carney Cavalry trying to slow it down with a couple of timeouts and Aurora trying to speed it up. Yep. And it'll just look like on the outside here, the guy had just a little bit of a jersey because he signaled what number it was to the coach over here. So they'll go out of the eye formation here on first and 16. Morale will have his fullback uh, popping out in front of him, but they'll run a little counter here to Owens. Owens will bounce to the outside, take it inside the 20-yard line, still fighting for extra yards, still pushing the pile forward, and he has enough for a first down. That was an impressive run. They were trying to tackle him up high, and that was not going to work. No, he just kept his feet moving and just moving the pile. Like you said, Randy, it would have looked like it was going to be a gain of about six or seven, and he just kept his feet driving and pick up a first. So he gained 16 on the play. 17 will make it. There is a flag down. And I think we might have a hold here on Aurora. Short little gain on the left side. But coming through there, I think that was... Seth Moore, and I think Moore got held. That's what it looked like to me, yeah. anyway, and that's where the flag was thrown, and it is a hold. Yeah. So tip your hat to Moore. He, he, yeah. won, he won that battle. Yep. Trying to get in there. Like you said, Randy, he was pretty quick off the off the mark out of that and got a step on it, and it uh, looked like one of the linemen just kind of reached out to slow him up and stuff and, and got called for the holding for Aurora here. That's actually the hold was behind the line of scrimmage for a couple of yards, so that will make it now first and 22. From the 27. So Dvorak under center. Papanow, the fullback, will roll out to his right. They're going to throw the screen on this left side. And Morrell breaks one tackle in the backfield. Will skip inside the 10-yard line and aim for that pylon. Carney Catholic had it well-diagnosed, but Logan O'Brien couldn't make the open field tackle. And instead of it being a loss of four on the play, it is going to be a gain of 20. Yep. Just had, and they had a good call on that because uh, Carney Catholic was coming off the edge on that. And yeah, like you said, you had uh, Logan O'Brien out there, and he had a chance at him, but it was just he didn't quite make it. And then they had the, the line set up out there. So now it's second and about two, and they'll hand the ball off to Morrow right up the middle. He'll have enough for the first down. He stood up at about the two-yard line, so that'll be a gain of about five on the play. 
And that will move the sticks. We'll have it now first and goal. Yep, just power football off that, Randy, just taking it to that right side and just kind of he, he wanted to bounce it a little bit. And he just kind of waited and waited, and the line got enough of line surge and just kept moving up there. And now it's going to be first and goal here for Aurora. Well, again, everything's been pretty positive on the uh, rushing attack here for Aurora. Gains of 4, 5, 22. And now the quarterback's going to keep it. Dvorak has an escort into the end zone. He'll hand the football off to the official. And just like that, three possessions for the Aurora Huskies and three touchdowns brought to you by Five Points Bank and Carney. Another Five Points Bank touchdown here for the Huskies. And we talked about the Stars. Yeah, we we did that already. (laughs) It is Aurora coming out of the gate with a 20-point lead with 2.29 to go here. In quarter number one, and they will uh, try the extra point. And it looks like they're going to go for two. Dvorak is going to throw the screen out to this left side, and they've got enough for the uh, two-point conversion there as they diagnosed everything, and they throw it out there for two. Carney Catholic wanted a hold, but that call is not coming, and it's now 22 to nothing. Aurora with the lead over Carney Catholic. The Stars have turned the ball over three times. They'll get the ball back for their fourth possession. When we return to Aurora right after this. If what your crop needs is potassium, what you need to feed it is locomotive. Designed to enhance crop growth and quality, locomotive gives crops what they need in the safest form. Chlorine-free formula, providing high absorption rates to deliver critical nutrition quickly. Locomotive is the foliar potassium that doesn't hesitate when it comes to your crop's performance. No matter what the conditions, if you want potassium in your crop, you want locomotive. To get your crop what it needs, see your local Nutrient Ag Solutions retailer today. It's the sale you've been waiting for. Gary Michael Summer Half Price Sale. All men's and ladies' summer clothing is half price. Don't delay. There's still plenty of hot weather ahead, and Gary Michaels has the clothing for all occasions, from swim to golf to summer weddings. Now half price. And ladies, Hobo and Brighton clearance, half to 75% off. Shop now in downtown Hastings and Kearney, Gary Michaels Clothiers. Try to pass a couple. And welcome back here to Aurora as the Huskies have, as we were talking about during the break, Don, a steady diet of the run here, and why not? They've right. been very effective at it. Yes, they have. You know, that's what the coaches kind of thought that coming in, that they would they would get a lot of the run game out of it and a little bit of direction here and there, but a lot of right at them, and that's what Aurora's doing. They lead it 22 to nothing, and they'll kick it off here again. And it's going to be Logan Miner who makes the catch at about the 12-yard line, running to the far side of the field, trying to get to the wall. Gets that far sideline, gets tackled out of bounds at about the 35-yard line. Yeah, took that ball clear on this left side and went clear over to that right side out of that, Randy, and uh, picked up the wall just a little bit out of the situation and got it up to the 35-yard line. So pretty decent field position here for Carney Catholic. They need to kind of start getting something going here. We talked about, you know, getting a quick start, and Aurora did that. Now Carney Catholic just needs to settle in here and, and answer back. There was one guy that kind of slipped through the wall. Otherwise, that might have gone to the yep. house. He had got the wall. So trips to the... Uh, Wide side of the field, which is still left to Harburg as he calls it out. And he'll hand the ball off right up the middle here to Logan Miner. Miner will make one man miss. Juke will bring it across the 40-yard line out to about the 42. So that'll be a gain of seven. Yep, just nice little run out of that situation. Got it spread out, and uh, he went to the right side. He got, got, got a little bit of action there, cut it back towards the middle, and had a nice little run for Carney Catholic. 
Nice first down play. I like the fact they gave it back to Miner. Last time right. he carried the ball, he fumbled it. And so they go right back to him, so it doesn't stay in his head very long. Yep. He'll be to the left of Harburg here, and they'll hand it off to him again. Same play, bounces to the outside, has a corner, has it across the 40. The 30, only one man left, and he'll be pushed out of bounds at about the 20-yard line. So a nice gain of the play there for Carney Catholic as they gain over 30, right at 38 yards. Yep. Just nice little run by the Logan Miner. Went to that right side. He had one guy. He kind of made him miss and then took it out to the outside and uh, got it all the way down to the 20-yard line for Carney Catholic. Nice run. 99 seconds left to go here in quarter number one. And the Stars look at their wristbands. They'll put one man out on that right side of the field, the short side. That's going to be Florell. Harburg will hand the ball up right up the middle. And a nice little gain there. I think that's uh, Riley Greiser yep. who will come up, and he'll gain about four on the play. Yep. Miner went out on that one after that long run, and then uh, Riley stepped right in there. Uh, Trey Calling started out at running back and got injured, and then uh, Cale Conrad got injured last week, who was the starting running back last week for Kearney Catholic. So uh, Riley stepped right in there and uh, ran the football that time. So we still have over a minute to go here in quarter number one. Obviously, best possession of the game so far for Kearney Catholic, and they'll hand the ball off to Miner. Miner trying to get that edge. Made one man miss. Gave up a little bit of ground to try to get that edge and may actually lose about a yard on this play. Yep. Actually, he's going to lose about three yards on the play. And uh, just tried to get, you know, out to the south side. He wanted to go up towards the middle out of that, but bounced it to the outside. Uh, tried to make another guy miss out of there and uh, eventually got brought down. But, uh, you know, Logan Miner uh, is, is elusive on that situation, but uh, Roar did a good job of flowing to the ball and uh, making sure he didn't go anywhere. Third and eight now for Carney Catholic. Obviously, four down territory being down 22 points. Harburg takes the snap, rolls to his right, throws it in underneath. Ball is going to be caught by Florell. Florell is going to lunge forward at about the 10-yard line to get that first down mark. And, boy, it is going to be awfully, awfully close. I think yep. he's got it. And that's one of those right foot versus left foot spots. Yep. And they got enough for the first down. Yep. And just a nice job by Tate Florell catching the football, and he just tucked it up and just took off. And and uh, then, like you said, Randy, about the 11-12 uh, yard line, lunged to it, uh, 10-yard line for the first down for Carney Catholic. Well, it'll be first and goal as the ball is on the 10-yard line. Harburg takes the snap, pressure coming, and they're going to get him. And he loses the football, but falling on it for Carney Catholic is going to be Boss Hammer. So Kagan averts more of a disaster it's a loss on the play of 13 and we've got an injured husky on the floor here well we mentioned it earlier calling is hurt earlier uh coming into the game all state ryan marlatt was hurt and unavailable potentially for the rest of the season here for the aurora huskies our injury report brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back a game of life with a location near you. We'll check the injured Husky when we return to start the second quarter. That was the final play of quarter number one. We'll head to the second with the Stars trailing at 22 to nothing. Ball first and goal from the 23 when we come back. Second and goal from the 23 when we come back after this. 
Aurora Cooperative is excited to launch Prairie Valley Seed Brand into the market. Prairie Valley has one goal in mind, and that's to help you grow. By providing cutting-edge genetics and technology packages in combination with our customized seed placement approach, you can rest assured that your seeds will work as hard as you do. At Prairie Valley Seed, we'll push the boundaries in seed innovation so you can push the boundaries in farming. Prairie Valley Seeds, grow without limits. Tougher together, Aurora and you. South Central Diesel of Holdridge has over 100 years of diesel fuel injection experience and has been putting customer relationships first since 1971. They are factory authorized to repair all types of diesel fuel injection systems and have a full-service drive-in repair facility to repair your diesel Ford, Chevy, or Dodge pickup. SCD's factory trained technicians are committed to providing the best service to their customers. Stop by 115 South East Avenue in Holdridge for all your diesel pickup repairs, pumps and injectors, diesel performance parts, and turbochargers. Or call them at 1-800-228-8482 to put them to work for you well the injured husky is anthony jividen the uh linebacker 175 pound junior and he comes off and he is not putting any weight at all on that right foot and uh we'll look to see what the issue is it kind of looks almost like a knee but not sure he was immediately in pain and so you hate to see anybody get hurt yeah, and unfortunately, both these two teams have kind of suffered from that a little bit so far this season. Yep, they have, Randy. You know, we kind of mentioned a couple of guys for Carney Catholic, and uh, you mentioned uh, a couple of them now here in the uh, for Aurora on the situation. Uh, like you said, you just don't, you know, you just hope nobody's hurt for a long time. They can get back out there and uh, and resume play. Well, after the 13-yard sack, it'll make it now second and goal from the 23 here for Carney Catholic. So Harburg will call it out. To his left will be Logan Miner. He's got three other guys split out in a diamond formation on that left side. They'll hand it off here to Miner. Miner will not get back to the line of scrimmage. If he does gain anything, it'll be less than a yard. Yeah, just trying to take to that right side out of that, Randy. And uh, Aurora front guys did a good job of getting rid of their uh, offensive linemen and uh, being right there to make the tackle. So third and a bunch. Third and goal from the 22 here for Carney Catholic, who are down by 22 early on here in quarter number two. And that sack has just taken the, the uh, air out of the balloon on this drive. Harburg will move Miner to his right, look to throw, has time to throw, has a man, and it is incomplete. Thrown low because uh, that was about the only place that was going to be complete. Coming up with a football, but they're going to say on the skip is Brett Mahoney, so it'll fall incomplete. Yeah, Brett at the goal line there. You know, Brett running a kind of an in route out of that. They had another guy on the outside running, uh, Logan O'Brien, you know, just running straight down the field. And uh, he just just got there to skip just a little bit uh, to Brett Mahoney. But, uh, you know, one of those things that, you know, get that ball up in the air, and uh, one of those Brett Mahoney might be able to just go up there and get it too. Well, down by 22, they are not going to try the 40-yard field goal. And so Harburg will call it out. It might have a different approach if it's a tie ball game. And we've got a timeout call just at the last moment here by Carney Catholic. This will be their final timeout of the half. Down 22 to nothing. Fourth and goal from the 22 with 11-14 to go here in quarter number two. This timeout brought to you by ENT Positions at Carney. We'll return to Aurora right after this. 
Transmission problems, sloppy or jerky shifting could be a serious hit to your pocketbook, or sometimes a simple repair is all that is needed. Maybe a solenoid or a small electronic part. Hi, this is Wayne with TBK Transmissions. We'll share some money-saving choices of whether to repair or replace your transmission. Two-wheel drive, four-wheel drive, foreign or domestic. The only way is TBK. 2520 Avenue Q or online at tbktrans.com. TBK Transmissions, the only way is TBK. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life. With several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how Family Physical Therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, is a very proud supporter of... Now, good, now's good. And uh, Carney Catholic decides to go for the field goal, and Spencer Hoagland drills it from 40 yards out. And so Carney Catholic finally on the board, a 40-yard Spencer Hoagland field goal. It is up and good, and the Stars are on the board. That's a nice kick. He had plenty of leg left on that. Yes, he did, Randy. And you know, we mentioned that kind of earlier that, uh, you know, would would probably be able to mention Spencer's name. And uh, we did on this field goal try here because Carney Catholic called the timeout. You know, got fourth and 22, decided, you know, fourth and goal from the 22, decided, you know, Coach Harvey said, hey, let's let's try to get something on the board here, and that's exactly what they did. Uh, nice hold and a nice kick by Spencer Hoagland uh, to drill it from 40 yards out there. And in a way, that extra point, that extra two-point conversion instead of the single kick yep. kind of prompts you a little bit because you're, you're going to have to get some points, points. Uh, yep. in there somewhere. You're either going to have to get a two-point conversion or hit a field goal. Which are you most likely to get? Right. A touchdown from uh, 23 yards out or a yeah. field goal from Spencer Hoagland? Well, there's your answer. Right. And, and uh, Spencer just doing a really good job, you know, from uh, his freshman year to, to, to his junior year here and just keeps on improving every year. Well, now he'll – he kicked it into the end zone for six touchbacks a week ago. This will be his first kickoff here tonight against Aurora. And he'll put a high foot into it, and it's going to be picked up about five yards deep in the end zone, and that's an automatic touchback in high school. So his seventh touchback of the season. Some scores for you here real quick. Carney High right now leading Lincoln North Star 13 to nothing. Carney Catholic on the board, trailing Aurora here 22 to 3. At halftime, Hemingford leads South, leads South Loop 28 to nothing. Uh, Amherst with a 10 to 6 lead over Bertrand. Uh, elsewhere, we've got uh, Bridgeport over Wood River, 34 to nothing. That is a final. York leads Blair, 7 to nothing in the second. McCook, uh, excuse me, Lexington is leading uh, Schuyler, 7 to nothing. Scott's Bluff with a 21-6 lead over Hastings over on KHAS Radio. Ball at the 20-yard line here. Dvorak in under center, and he's looking to throw man-to-man coverage, and it is going to be knocked down, but they're going to call pass interference here on Carney Catholic. Not finding the ball to locate it is the defender, and we don't like to throw kids under the bus here by singling them out when they get called for a penalty. I think the officials got that right, Yeah. even though the coverage was good, just needed to find the football. Yep, yep, and just turn you know, his head a little bit and just uh, you know maybe hold his hands up like he had them there and stuff. But he was running stride for stride uh, with the with the receiver, uh, just didn't turn and find the football out of that, and and it's a pass interference call, so a 15 yard penalty and first down for Aurora out of this. But it was it was good coverage. He was there, just needed to go and turn and find the football. 
So gain of 15 on the play. It's not an automatic first down in high school, but it was first and 10. 10 so yep. do the math. <laughs> so Dvorak will call it out again. And he'll hand the ball off to Morale right up the middle. And Morale will go. And they gain about seven. And again, it's just steady as Novocaine, yep. as they said in Remember the Titans. Right. Just taking it to the right side a little bit, Randy, you know, over the left guard or the right guard and right tackle out of that and uh, getting a great line surge out of it. And uh, those guys are getting their hats on the linebackers of Carney Catholic, too, and uh, picked up about seven yards on the play. So out of the shotgun, they'll take the handoff to Morale. Now pressure's coming in underneath, and they're going to get Dvorak. And Dvorak will actually lose about five on the play. The first one there didn't make the tackle, but the first one that disrupt things was Tate Florell. Yep. And then, you know, there's a few other guys that got there. You know, Brett Mahoney and those guys all got there. He wanted to get it out here to this outside, to this screen out here. Samson State David did a great job of stepping up on that, and the screen pass was not open, and then uh, he tried to take it down or just tuck it up and go, and uh, Carney Catholic had that all all, the, all all decide out. Dvorak gets the snap. It's going to be third and about six. They'll throw it in underneath, and it's going to be complete. And making the catch is Kobe Russell, and Russell is going to lunge forward to about the 50-yard line. That'll be a gain of 11. And Aurora will move the sticks again. And yeah, Kobe did a great, great job of just kind of, you know getting there and just kind of setting down in front of uh, you know Mahoney in that. And Mahoney was there, and he just you know, got reached his hands out there and made a nice catch and picked up the first down for Aurora. 22 to three, Aurora with the lead. Dvorak rolls out here on first down, and he'll throw, and it's going to be caught by Borkacher. Borkacher runs over one defender and pulls down the other one at about the 20-yard line. That was a great throw, yes. rolling out and hitting Bocature in stride. Coverage was pretty good, yep. and that's a gain of 30. Yep, because you know, the coverage is right there, you know, and uh, he, he did a great job of finding a guy open on that, and he did a good job of catching the football. And quickly, they'll hand yep. it off to Morale. Morale has enough for the first down, bounces to the outside, has a 20-yard touchdown. I think there's a flag about There is a flag down right at the point of attack. And that's yep. usually holding yep. on the offense, and that's exactly what our white hat, Chris Moracek, signals for us. Yep. And so I, that'll set up now first and 23. Yep. And taking it to that right side, he had a, a good cut back lane out of that, but it might have been there because of the hold and stuff. So it's going to be, you know, move that football back uh, for uh, – Aurora here going to be first down now and about 23-yard line or 23 for him to go. So, again, when that happens, you tip your hat to the defensive line because right. they made a play. Yep. Uh, they, as a recovering offensive lineman, uh, I never held when I didn't feel I didn't have to. Right. <laughs> yep. I didn't hold just to hold. I think it was Jackson Dakey that got in there a little bit too, Randy, and, and uh, had to get the uh, hold call on him. So he forced the issue here. Dvorak put a man in motion, faked the handoff. Now he actually did hand it off underneath to Morale, kind of a Statue of Liberty play, and he's dancing around, cuts back to the inside, out to about the 20-yard line, inside the 20. And so that's going to be a nice gain of about, we'll see exactly where they unstack it here. That's a gain of about 15, and that's going to do a, a pretty good chunk of erasing right. most of the damage from that holding call. Yeah, just taking it to that right side, kind of got it walled off, got the linebackers walled off on that situation too, Randy, and uh, picks up a good chunk of yards. Uh, like you said, he kind of erased the uh, you know, holding call on that one. So second and eight here, very manageable for Aurora, 
And they'll take the ball out of the running back's belly. Quarterback keeps it, goes right up the middle. He'll lunge forward down to about the five-yard line, maybe the four, and he'll be first in goal here after a gain of 14. Yeah, he kept it in the belly and belly, and he's reading that defensive end out of that situation, pulled it out, and took it right up the middle out of that, and it's going to be first and goal here for Aurora. He rode him for about three strides there. Yeah. Two strides, I'm not sure who's got the ball. Third stride, I'm thinking, all right, he's got it, and then he pulled it out. Yep, he did a great job of doing that. Well, that's a good job by Morrell, too, not Mm -hmm. to play uh, tug of war with his quarterback over the football. They hand it off straight to Florell, and he'll stop in the hole, cut to the outside, dive to the pylon, and get a touchdown. A four-yard run here by Caleb Morrell for yet another touchdown, his third of the night. And it's now 28-3, to Aurora with the lead over Carney Catholic. Like you said, Randy, he did a good job. It was Seth Moore that stepped right up in there, and uh, then he had to bounce it out to the outside on there and got a block on the outside by one of the receivers and, uh, and bounced it on into the end zone for uh, Aurora. So four-yard run here, and again, they set up in this non-traditional way, and now they're going to roll out. Dvorak looking to throw, throws it over the middle, and it's going to be caught for another two-point conversion. Again, they line up with about four people on the right. The other seven are on the left and uh, try to find an advantage somewhere. And they've got two two-point conversions out of it. And as a result right now, it is the Aurora Huskies 30, Carney Catholic 3 with 8.08 to go here in the second quarter. And we'll return to Aurora right after this timeout. Just when you thought it was safe to stay out of the water, Buzz's Marine presents Cause 6, a new dimension in savings. Why do they call it a Cause 6 sale? Because there's only six carryover specials left in stock, and Buzz's Marine has taken a monstrous bite out of their price. Buzz's Marine has vowed that the sale will come to an abrupt halt as soon as the last boat is sold. Cause Cause 6. Brought to you by Buzz's Marine. Hurry, sale ends whenever. Go to buzzesmarine.com for more details. Buzz's Marine, South Central Avenue, Cardi. Oh, I can't believe it. Are you kidding me? Out here in the middle of nowhere, Mom and Bramps will kill me. What's that, girl? Call Carney Towing and Repair, because they'll get us home from anywhere. But I don't have their number. 308-236-9951. Thanks, girl. 24-hour towing. Certified repair. No matter why, no matter where. 308-236-9951. Lock it in. Carney Towing and Repair. Well, the Aurora Huskies have scored a touchdown every single time they have had possession of the football. And they've also got a couple of extra points along the way. And they are up 30 to nothing after another five-points bank touchdown by Morrell. Short little kick here by Herzberg. Can be picked up by one of the upbacks and then uh, flip back here to Miner. Miner trying to get the edge. And again, the, the timing with those short kicks has not allowed Carney Catholic, with the exception of one time, to ever get to the wall. And uh, again, not bad field position for Carney Catholic, but I think that's what uh, Aurora is worried about much as much as anything yep. is those fast Carney Catholic kids being out in space. Yep. And, the, and then, the, you know, they're getting it down there to, you know, around the 25 and just being really high out of the situation so their guys can get down there. And like you said, Randy, you know, the Carney Catholic just can't get to the wall on their certain things, and Aurora does a good job of coverage. Well, Carney Catholic has had three serious miscues and had to settle for a field goal. Now that was their last possession. Now they're going to throw it deep. Here's Harburg, and he's got a man and overthrows his intended receiver. 
He had a guy out there. That was Logan O'Brien. If that's on the money, O'Brien standing in the touchdown is staying in the end zone right now. Yeah, O'Brien going down the right side here. Oh, there's a flag on the left side over there. Well, then it would have came back. So and it looks like that's the spot where you usually get the hold call. Yep. And see what illegal legal procedure. procedure. So. So yep, it's uh. You know, because that's like you said, Randy. You know, that ball had been on the money yet, uh, but it, like you said, it would have been coming back here for the legal procedure call against Carney Catholic off this play. So it'll be first and fifteen here for uh, Carney Catholic. Good news is you get the down over. Yep. <laughs> I'm not so sure. I don't want to decline that if I'm the wrong. Be honest right. with you. Yeah. Running back will be behind Harburg. That's minor. Three wide outs to the left, which is a short side of the field. Only one on an island here in the right. And Harburg is going to keep it after faking the handoff. He'll dance around the end zone, and there's lots of defensive penetration there. He'll slip in underneath and get back to the line of scrimmage, and no more. Yep, he just, you know, trying to take it to the left side out of that, Randy. And um, There's quite a few guys, like you said. The defensive line does a good job for Aurora, getting rid of the uh, offensive guys and the uh, causing some havoc for Heinrich to try to get anything going. So that's why you push him back. Yep. <laughs> Second and 15 here for the Stars. And they're just, you just get the sense that they're not, they're not organized. Right. They're, it, and again, a lot of that has to do with the guys wearing the red shirts. Empty backfield here for Harburg. Harburg's got time, finds a receiver in underneath, and he is way off the money, and it's nearly intercepted. Trying to connect with Mahoney. And that one falls incomplete and nearly intercepted. And McKinson Owens for uh, Aurora did a good job of getting pushing and getting his hands up uh, and getting right towards Harbaugh. That it's just a situation that's difficult for him to step and throw the football. Well, usually a six-six kid never really has to worry about that, yeah. but uh, <laughs> that time in the, in the passing lane was Owens. So it'll be now third and about fifteen here, maybe maybe fourteen. And they're going to have four wide outs to the right, which is the wide side of the field, one on the short side of the field. Harburg's looking to that short side, and he's going to throw it out there, and he's going to air it out, and it is going to be five yards over the extended hands of Logan Miner, and it falls incomplete. Yep, he's trying to hit a fly route off that on the left side. Uh, he had three guys on the right here and had Logan Miner isolated on that left side. And that's what he was trying to get to is was Logan Miner. It'll bring up fourth down here for Carney Catholic on a three-and-out situation here. Miner picked a good route. He, yeah. he found a way to come up with an angle that got him, even though there was double coverage over there, that, that he got himself open, and speed doesn't hurt either. Right. So punting situation here for Kagan Bosshammer. And he is standing with his front toe on the five-yard line. High snap, makes the catch, and he'll try that little rugby-style kick. That time he gets it off, and it's going to be fair caught at the 45-yard line. Not a bad punt, nope. as it'll be down at the 45, and Aurora will start on their end of the field here, but they have a 30-3 to lead over Carney Catholic. And, you know, a nice high punt out of that situation there, Randy, and it allowed the Carney Catholic guys to get down there and be ready right there. He did a good job of just fair catching it at the 45. The internet streaming of all of our high school games on Plant River Radio Group of Stations and at plantriverpreps.com is brought to you by Barney Insurance in Carney, Holdridge, Lexington, and Lincoln. Don't forget, coming up, we'll have our Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. 
Ball right on the 45-yard line here for the Huskies. Dvorak looking to throw, and he's just going to throw a little wheel route out here for Morrell. Morrell will get the edge, and he'll be out of bounds near that pylon, so that's going to be close to a first down. Kind of hard to tell exactly where he goes out of bounds on that far side. It's right on the stick. Yep, and they looks like they got a flag there right at the 45, Randy, on that. Right at the... So, and yep, again, that'll be a hold here on Aurora. Yep. So moving them back on that. They want to get that ball to that outside, and uh, somebody might have just got a little bit of a hand on one of the Carney well, Catholic guys. That was such a quick outlet pass. Yeah. I mean, really, you shouldn't have to hold on that. No. And that's what they're trying to do is trying to get that ball, you know, as quickly as they can, Randy, out to the outside sometimes if they do pass, but they've been, you know, having such good success on the run. Well, a lot of their passing game has been screens yep. at wheel route, and those are kind of extensions of the running game. Right. Yep. They're going to go with a couple of tight ends in this formation, and they will hand off on a little counter here. There's a flag down. Looks like another hold. Morale fighting for extra yards brings it across the 40 out to about the 41, but... Again, I think we're going to be backing up here another 10 yards or so. Yep, trying to get to the outside out of that situation, Randy, and that's exactly where the flag was thrown. Yep. So back-to-back holds here on Aurora. So it'll, yeah. Pretty soon I'm going to have to break out the abacus to figure out. <laughs> of course, I don't know how to work an abacus. So <laughs> I don't know what good that would do me. I think I have an app for that on my phone. Phone, though. Yeah, I got yeah. an app for that. <laughs> <laughs> pushes them back another, you know, 10 or wherever, 12, might even be 12 yards where yeah. the flag looks like there's that. They're on the 23, so they got to gain, they got to gain uh, 32 yards. So I yeah. did that with just fingers and toes, boys and girls. <laughs> so Dvorak will call out the signals, and again, he'll have morale. And he's looking to throw his Dvorak. He'll step up, and he delivers a long ball that's going to be caught for a first down, down to the 40-yard line. Underthrown a little bit, and Kobe Russell comes back and makes the catch. Yep, just running down that right side out of that, Randy, and he just uh, had a one-on-one situation out there and, uh, you know, threw it up there. And uh, like you said, it was a little bit underthrown, so he had to come back and uh, got the advantage on the uh, defensive back there and uh, made the catch for a first down for Aurora here. Aurora's done a nice job of catching footballs with good coverage put on them by Carney Catholic. First and 10, handoff to Morale. He'll bring it across the 40-yard line down to about the 38, so that'll be a gain of three. Yeah, just taking it straight up ahead, Randy, off that right side on that, uh, you know, so uh, and picked up three, two, three yards on the play on uh, first down for Aurora. And, again, it's unusual that the high school fields actually have a play clock, but they do have that here on their turf field at Aurora. Handoff to Morale. He'll cut back to the inside, and he'll have enough for the first down as he's down at about the 31-yard line. That'll be a gain of another eight. Just went to that right side, Randy, and, then he cut, like you said, he cut back towards the middle out of that, picks up another first down. Nice hard run for Aurora here, and uh, it'll be first and uh, 10 for Aurora down at the 31. He runs very upright. He yeah. does not put his head down, even when it looks like contact is coming. Yep. And then he's able to juke out of it. Bad snap. Dvorak will pick it up. He'll lunge forward, and he'll actually gain about one yard. What's that say about your offensive line, line. surge? Yep. Gain of one on the play and averting disaster is a quick hands of Trevor Dvorak. Yep. 
picked it up, you know, off the off the turf there. And like you said, Randy uh, just took it straight ahead. Smart play by him just to you know pick up whatever he can out of the situation uh, and picked up a yard out of the play. So that's scramble mode. Rolling out is Dvorak. He'll throw it in underneath, and it's going to be a little bit too high. He was trying to connect with Herzberg and threw it uh, too high for Herzberg to reel it in, so it falls incomplete. And it'll be third and nine. And uh, Herzberg was open out of that situation. Randy coming out of that as he's rolling off to the left. He kind of made a block off and uh, just kind of peeled off that. And the, and the uh, guy came running up up towards uh, uh, the quarterback. And he just kind of tried to dump it over there, just threw it too high for his receiver. That stops a streak of seven straight completions thrown by Trevor Dvorak. Wow. He missed his first one, and now he's missed that one. So he's seven out of nine. And they will empty the backfield for Dvorak here on third and nine. Trips to his right, two wideouts to the left. Little pump fake, going to throw it deep. He's got a man wide open. That's morale. That's caught. Touchdown. They bit on the pump fake, and they get the easy touchdown as a result. And I misspoke. That was uh, not 22, but rather 25. So it's Jameson Herzberg who reels it in for the touchdown. Yep, they had two guys out here on this left side, Randy. One just did a, about a two-yard curl. And uh, they bit on that, and the other one did a fly route out of the situation, and uh, they connected on that that play for the touchdown did Aurora. So we'll see if they do the – there was a flag down in the middle of the field. I didn't see what the indication was on Uh, that. Didn't either, Randy. (laughs) And it could be the flag just fell out of his pocket because I don't don't remember him making a big deal about it. And they are going to go for the traditional extra point here. Again, they line up with uh, one guy in the backfield with six blockers on the left side. And then the other four guys are in a diamond formation on the right side. Now they line up in the traditional kick formation. And after scoring the touchdown, Herzberg will put his foot into it and have his kick blocked. And so the extra point here is no good. And that makes it a 33-point lead here for the Aurora Huskies. They lead at 36-3 to with 4.58 to go here. In the second quarter, another five points bank touchdown scored here by the Aurora Huskies. We'll take a quick break. Be back with the kickoff right after this. Trust is earned over generations, not seasons. For over 165 years, the Rank family's been earning that trust where it counts the most, in your fields. And yields, they don't lie. With over a 1,000 top finishes in first and state trials over the last three years, Rank Seed proves its value through superior genetics and production. One family, seven generations, all working for your success. Rank means results. B&B Carpet and Donovan, now with Pergo Extreme Rigid Flooring, where high performance runs deep. Deeper visuals, deeper protection, deeper warranty. For the number one preferred brand in flooring, Pergo Extreme offers unmatched durability and a guarantee you expect from a high-performance floor. Pergo Extreme's warranty is worry-free for life, providing extreme debt resistance, 100% kid and pet-proof warranty, and waterproof warranty. For the worry-free solution, see B&B Carpets and Donovan, and you'll see why your friends say, that's where we always go. Well, Carney Catholic has shot themselves in the foot, but Aurora, they have played really good football here today, proving why they started the season as, oh. again, one of the favorites. Must have been something on that pl- flag, Randy, because they're going to be kicking off from the 45. And just going to do know it why it would be enforced on the kickoff. But unless it was after the play. play. Yeah, it could have been. Yep. Yep. 
So anyway, Aurora's going to kick off from the 45 here. So, Well, it could have been a late hit on Carney Catholic. Man, right. 15-yard penalty. And again, I didn't see him mark it off. And yeah. It's not like they give high school referees a, a microphone Mike, to let yep. us know. We just saw him pick up the flag. So we'll see if Herzberg punches this into the end zone. He's already got the ball over the 45-yard line. They could try an onside kick, but I don't know if you do that with the score the way that it is. And it will be kicked into the end zone. And uh, so Carney Catholic will have it first and 10 from the 20. Well, what do you say? I mean, you, you, know, you got a lot of things you got to fix if you're Carney Catholic. Right. Came in feeling pretty good, but especially about your defense. Right now, your, your defense hasn't looked real good. Your offense hasn't looked real good. You've given them the short field. Mm-hmm. Uh, momentum is such a big deal right. in the high school football. And momentum, since the very first series, series has yep. been with Aurora. Yep, exactly, Randy. And, and, you know, now that Carney Catholic has to come up with a few more guys to try to stop the run, now they're getting ISO'd out on the outsides, and they're throwing the football up there for some pass plays. Harbert will hand the ball off to his running back, Miner, and Miner will try to get the edge, and he won't get there. And now they're just... They're smelling blood in the water here in Aurora. They are, Randy. You're exactly right. As they go to that left side out there, there's two, three guys. One guy came up there to make the pet in, but there was two or three guys there for Aurora to make that play out of that. There was just no running room for uh, Logan Miner on that play. He lost about five on the play. And Carney Catholic had a run of 38 yards by Miner earlier. If it wasn't for that, we'd be looking at maybe single digits for their running attack. Numbers still aren't going to be very good. Harburg calls it out, and he'll roll out. Has a lead blocker. He's now in the end zone. Pressure coming, and they got him. They sack him for a safety. Yeah, he didn't have time to do anything there, Randy, as he tried to roll out to this right side. And they had one guy that Carney Catholic kind of pulling out here, but Aurora had two or three guys out there on that situation out of there, and. Uh, it looks like uh, they're going to get a safety out of the... Oh, there's a flag on that right side over there about the 15-yard line. Right at the line of scrimmage. So and this is on the offense. They're going to wave off, off the flag, and they're going to make the signal here for the safety, I believe. Yep, they yep. are. Yep. So Mackenzie Owen with the sack. Yep. Well, so I'm sorry, not Mackenzie. It's... Uh, Mackinson. Mackinson. I'm sorry. I'm used to it always being McKenzie. We'll just call him yeah. Mac Owen. And, and, and Mackinson, been, he's been and Owen, he's been in there causing havoc in that backfield. He's really stepped up his game tonight, Randy, and uh, caused a lot of you know havoc for Carney Catholic in the backfield. You know, getting in there, disrupting a lot of things, whether it's the run or the pass out of that situation, which they wanted to get the pass off over here out to this right side to Logan Miner. But uh, they, he had, you know, Harbor had no time to uh, step in there and throw the pass. Well, last year, I hate to bring it up the topic, right. but last year, Carney Catholic, uh, for the first time in my memory, uh, had a running clock against them since that rule came in umpteen years ago. Right now, they're in that same position. They're trailing at 38-3. to three. And so if they don't get some points scored in this quarter before halftime, we'll start the second half with a running clock. Yep. You know, 407 or 411 here to go in the in the uh, second quarter, Randy. And they did, you know, they, they got to get some things positive out of the situation. You could just see those, you know, Carney Catholics just a little bit down right now. And, a little, uh, a little. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, you know, they just got to get something going off this. Uh, get a get a three and out, you know, here to try to hold you know 
Aurora get the football back and uh, try to get something positive on their offensive going. Well, you got the option. You can kick off from the 20, you can punt from the 20. Basically lined up like a kickoff, and they're going to punt. So it'll be... I think Spencer's going to yeah, punt, Yeah, Spencer Oakland's going to punt it, it looks like. They don't have a tee out there. But it'll be Hoagland doing the punting. It was Bosshammer who punted earlier. So Hoagland will put the foot into it, and it will be picked up at about the 32-yard line here by the Huskies. And they'll have a little bit of a seam, putting his hands out with a little stiff arm and trying to get to the sideline was... Yeah, that's 23. That's uh, Trevor Cluck. Yep. Getting out here, and into, they're going to have it over across the 50-yard line here at the 46, Randy, to start uh, this possession here with 4.02 to go in the second quarter. That, you know, ahead 35 points is uh, Aurora. Yeah, 38-3 to three is our score. Spencer Hoagland, really the uh, lone highlight here for Carney Catholic. He had a 40-yard field goal. Dvorak will just pitch it out to that right side. He'll cut back to the inside, scrambling for a dear life there. They had an angle on him, but they just couldn't reel in Caleb Morale. And how often have we said that tonight? Yeah. Gain of about two. Yep. Just trying to run that option situation out of that. Pitched it out there, and uh, Connie Catholic had a guy out there. Um, just couldn't quite get him, and he cut it back in and uh, picked up a little positive yards out of that situation, which could have been a negative. So now oh. another quick little handout. That time, Carney Catholic stuffs it up, and they get some hats out there yeah. driving morale back into the backfield. He'll have forward progress. Are they actually going to mark him back at the 49? Mertz was the first one there, there. for Carney yeah. Catholic. They're going to call that a loss of five, and that's yep. that. Carney Catholic's not going to complain about right. that. <laughs> and they had, like you said, I thought they had forward progress stopped the line the of scrimmage. scrimmage. Yep, and they, like you said, they had you know two or three guys right there this time that Carney Catholic swarming at the football. So it's going to be third and 14 here. Choir formation. Dvorak will throw, and he'll throw it a little bit too high, trying to connect over here with Jacob Settles. Good coverage there by the uh, Stars as Nat Luther was there. And that will set up a three and out. Ouch. This is the first time, assuming they don't go for it, first time that Aurora... Has not scored a touchdown, but they are currently not lining up in kick formation. Their quarterback is their punter. So maybe they're just going to do a little quick kick here, but they only drop back about uh, seven yards off the line of scrimmage. And they will quick kick it. And it'll be a short kick. It will hit and take a Carney Catholic bounce and go out of bounds at about the 25-yard line. Yep, so, you know, Carney Catholic now, you know, 245 here to go in the second quarter. I guess to get a few positive things going here, uh, you know, try to move the football a little bit against uh, a good defensive strategy going out here against uh, Carney Catholic. Those guys up front are really causing some havoc and getting some pressure on, on Heinrich. Well, they showed up for work with only 10 players. And the 11th will come out onto the field here. Harburg notices that. Gets everybody lined up where they need to go. Has eight seconds to snap the ball here. And uh, with uh, four seconds left, everybody's in place. Three seconds. They'll hand the ball off to Miner right up the middle. Miner still not on the turf because he's sitting on top of the pile, but is 
Sitting down, his uh, forward progress most assuredly was stopped after a gain of about one. Yep. Just going straight ahead out of that, uh, getting a little bit of a line surge out of it. Uh, you know, uh, Logan Miner gets the football. So he's looking over there, Harburg, at the, you know, what play they want to get out of this. And they got him spread out here. I misspoke. That was actually a gain of about three. And so Carney Catholic will have trips to the right side of the field. They line up with a tight end on that right side. They get all set after they all readjust. Harburg will hand the ball right up the middle to Miner. Miner slips to the outside. He's got it at the 40, the 45, and will be pulled down after he brings it across the 50-yard line. Nice, quick little burst there by Carney Catholic, who has the ball now in Aurora territory after a gain of 22-23. Yep. Just taking it, you know, bounce, going up the middle out of that, Randy. Bounced out here to that right side. Good run by Logan Miner to get the first down for Carney Catholic. Well, a couple more of those in your own business. Yep. Again, Carney Catholic really would like to have some points here if they have any hope at all of making this one interesting. Miner again. This time he'll cut right back up the middle, this time to the left, and he'll gain about five on the play. He, too, kind of runs rather upright and then puts his head down once the traffic came, but there was a nice little seam there. Yep that the offensive line was able to create for a gain of five. Yeah, they did a good job up front, you know, getting some push out of that, you know, for Logan Miner to run in uh, and be second down here for Carney Catholic. Another handoff to Miner. Miner will bounce to the outside after that first hole was closed. He'll put his head down. He'll gain about three, and it's going to set up now third and manageable. It's on that far sideline. We'll see exactly how far he's got it. Think it was about third and five, and I think he got about two and a half, so yep. he's got another two and a half to go. It'll be bar- marked down about right at the 40-yard line here uh, is uh, Logan Miner. So, Carney Catholic third down here. Got something going. Starting to move the football just a little bit. That's exactly what they needed to do here right before half. Minute 24 to go before halftime. And now Harburg will run the option. He'll pitch it late. Miner has it. There's a flag down. He'll be brought down right at the line of scrimmage. And where that flag's thrown is nine times out of ten. Well, 99 times out yeah. of 100, <laughs> a hold. Yep. Yep. And there it is, the hold. So, so again, Carney Catholic... Down by 35. It is 38-3 to with a minute 18 to go. Quite the opposite for Kearney High. They lead at 34 to nothing against Lincoln North Star. Yeah, so. That will back Kearney Catholic up. Scott's Bluff leading Hastings 28-6. to They're at halftime over on KHS Radio. Northwest has a 17-0 lead over McCook. Bison on the verge of falling 0-2 on the season. Yeah. Last time that happened. happened, yeah. Harburg on third and uh, 16. Takes the snap, looks to his left. He's going to throw the ball deep. He's got a man wide open and overthrows him. Streaking down that uh, left side was Bosshammer and couldn't make the connection. And that summarizes the first half of football here for Carney Catholic. It does, Randy. You know, like you said, streaking down on that left side. They had a guy on the outside. You know, he stopped and did that a little curl route out of that, and Boss Hammer took off, and they had him open off that and just could not connect. Uh, uh, and it would have been a touchdown for Carney Catholic. So the Stars here looking to punt, it would appear. 
<laughs> Kagan had to come all the way back. Yeah, and Kagan will be <laughs> doing the punting. He's wound, he's, a, he's a little wounded. He yeah. ran a long way. <laughs> Low snap. Balsamer handles it. Will kick it. Kind of backspin on it. And it's going to be muffed, and it's going to be picked up by Carney Catholic. You cannot advance it, otherwise that would be a touchdown. And Carney Catholic will pick up the muff as the ball was dropped by Herzberg. And it will be first and ten for Carney Catholic. At about the 16-yard line. Yep, 54 seconds to go here in the second quarter. So they're going to have first uh, 10 here at the about the 16-yard line, like you said, Randy. So it's well, what last, they needed. Last possession for the Huskies, they actually had a three and out. That was the first time they punted, and then they dropped the punt here. And uh, those are the first two non-perfect things that they've done almost. Right, they've, yeah. been, they've been pretty much spot on. So Harburg will call it out, running back behind him, and they'll hand the ball up. Nope, they dropped the football. Now Carney Catholic's going to scramble for it. It's loose at the 20-yard line. Aurora says they got it, and they do. So Carney Catholic gives it right back. Yep. First play there, you know, did I don't know if uh, they <laughs> miscommunication between the running back and the quarterback out of that uh, situation there. And, uh, the ball got on the turf, and Aurora pounced on it at the 20-yard line here with uh, about 48 seconds to go here in the uh, first half. So a couple of fumbles, an interception, a uh, punter that basically couldn't get the ball off because of the pressure. And now Dvorak will have the ball at the, his own 20-yard line. He'll throw it out to that right side as they set a screen. They break one tackle. And it will be out to about the 25-yard line. So a gain of five here for Kobe Wessels. Just getting it out to the outside off there, Randy, and seeing what he can do, you know. There's uh, 31 seconds here to go in the game or in this quarter. And it doesn't look like uh, they're going to snap the ball here. Now, with the new rule, as soon as the previous play comes to an end, they they can start the clock, uh, count down to 40 seconds, and uh, the Huskies are milling about. Yep. They're not interested at all of snapping the football. They're going to take a 38-3 lead into the locker room, and you can hear the hometown crowd on a night that they essentially get to hang up their championship banner. It's also homecoming night tonight here for the Huskies, so they got a, they got a lot of things to cheer about here tonight. Yeah, they do, Randy. You know, it's one of those things, uh, and we mentioned this at the beginning of the, of the game, that uh, you know, they're going up against a team that's probably a little bit uh, mad, you know, uh, from what happened last week uh, against Adam Central. And, uh, you know, they they wanted to come out here and, uh, you know, prove a point on some things. And uh, right off the bat, when uh, Carney Catholic went to pass the football, they got a, you know, um, hand right on a Harburg's uh, elbow and it kind of, you know, ball fluttered out there, and they picked it off uh, on the third down on the very first uh, series for Carney Catholic. And um, then it was uh, one of those things that we, we mentioned at the beginning that uh, Carney Catholic really wanted to get off to a an early start, and it was just the opposite. Um, Aurora gets off to an early start, and exactly what uh, you know the coaches kind of talked about on the way up here that they might get a heavy dose of the run game and the, to set up the pass. And that's exactly what uh, Aurora has been doing is uh, running the football. 
uh, left and right and uh, picking, you know, nothing was re really great. It was a five, six, seven. Then they popped a couple of 20s and stuff, but they were just going, you know, here we are. We're going to go right at you. And, uh, you know, talking to some of the Adam Central guys from uh, last week, uh, some of the parents, that uh, that's kind of what they started out doing a little bit against Adam Central and moved the football, but then uh, they couldn't complete some of those passes. Even the swing passes down uh, off the outside were not there. And, uh, and then they stall. And, uh, you know, Adam Central took advantage of some th different breaks and, got, and jumped on uh, Aurora real quick. And that's exactly what's kind of happened here for Kearney Catholic. Their first three possessions uh, turn, it were, were turnovers, ended up in turnovers because the punt they couldn't get off. Uh, ended up in a turnover also, and it's just one of those, like we, and you mentioned it, Randy, momentum was a big thing, and that's exactly, it just went right to, um, you know, Aurora right off the bat, and uh, Carney Catholic, even though they called a couple of timeouts uh, to try to stop everything, just could not get things stopped. Yeah, and uh, it just keeps unraveling, yeah. and again, Aurora has not taken their foot off the gas. Nope. I mean, they, 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 they've taken care of business. They have not opened the door. They did have the muff punt, but on next, very next play, yeah. Carney Catholic turned the ball over. So the Stars uh, are behind the eight ball, and they're trailing 38-3 to here at halftime against the Aurora Huskies. We'll take a quick break. When we come back, we'll have the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. When we return to Aurora, we'll take a look at some scores from around the state and around the area, as well as some stats and a whole lot more coming up next when we return to Aurora right after this. Builders knows that you would rather spend time enjoying your home than constantly repairing it. That's why we offer only the highest quality products from the best known suppliers like Pella Windows and DeWalt Power Tools. We also know that price matters and that's why we back everything with a guaranteed price match. If you find the exact same item somewhere else, we'll match it. It's not a gimmick or a ploy, it's just our way of making sure our customers get the best products at the best prices. At Builders and Carney in Grand Island. Whether it's a car accident, storm damage, or fire, when the unthinkable happens, it doesn't matter if you save money in 15 minutes. In this moment, it doesn't matter if your neighbor has the same insurance you do. In this moment, what matters is that Barney Insurance, your independent insurance agent, and the company that stands behind them have you covered. Auto Owners Insurance, the no-problem people. Contact Barney Insurance. Carney, Holdridge, Lexington, and Lincoln. Or log on to BarneyInsurance.net. Experience matters. ENT Physicians of Kearney and Family Hearing Center have physicians who are devoted to the medical and surgical treatment of ear, nose, throat, head, and neck disorders in adults and children. See Drs. Conley, Johnson, and... Your trash is our treasure, serving Buffalo County for business or residential service. Ravenna Sanitation is your trash collection connection. Find us in your local Yellow Pages. Let's begin by uh, getting you caught up with some scores from around... Uh, of interest from around the area. We won't cover the entire state here, but in Class A, Kearney High will have a running clock to start the second half against Lincoln North Star. They lead it 41 to nothing there at halftime. Grand Island with a 33 nothing lead over Lincoln High. They're also at halftime. In Class B, Lexington having no problem with Skyler, 32-3 there at the break. Also at halftime, Grand Island Northwest, 17 nothing over McCook. Scott's Bluff has a lead over Hastings, 28-6 there in the third quarter, and that game is over on KHAS Radio. Also in Class B, the uh, Dukes of York are leading Blair 7-0 again 
at intermission. In Class C1, Adam Center, who looked so good last week against the Aurora Huskies, uh, they're looking pretty good this week as well as uh, Adam Central has a 35-7 lead over Milford here at halftime. Central City trails at Columbus Scotus 27-12. They're in the second quarter. Also in the second quarter, Holdridge at home has a lead over Fillmore Central 7-0. At intermission, Gothenburg 14-0. They lead in Kozad. And again, here Aurora with a 38-3 lead over Carney Catholic at halftime. It is Broken Bow with a 12-0 lead over Minden at intermission. Ward leads Boone Central 17-7. They are at halftime. In Class C2, Bridgeport with a 34-0 win over Wood River earlier today. That is a final. And Donovan Trumbull right now is leading at home over Centura 42-16 at halftime. Also at halftime is St. Cecilia with a 21-7 lead over Freeman. They're at intermission. In the second quarter, Grand Island Central Catholic, 20-13. to 13, They lead in Superior. So, in other words, about a half mile away from Kansas. Yeah. Uh, so, GICC leads by a touchdown in the second quarter. At halftime, Gibbon now has a 10-0 lead over Hershey at intermission. First quarter score, Southern Valley and St. Paul. That was last report we had, and we didn't have any points on that one. So, 0-0 at last report in that one. In Class D1, it is uh, Elm Creek and Arapahoe. No score yet in the first quarter at last report. At halftime, Arcadia Loop City is leading Shelton 30-16 to uh, 16 at intermission. Also at halftime, Amherst leads Bertrand 24-12. to 12. It's a final South Loop shutout Hemingford 35 to nothing. Uh, in Class D2, Diller Odell leads in Blue Hill 8-0 at intermission. Elsewhere in the second quarter, Medicine Valley and Elwood still looking for their first points of the ball game. That, again, in the second quarter. At halftime, Kennesaw leads Overton 12-6. to They are in the third quarter. And at halftime, over on Power 99, Pleasanton leading Axtell. So the Bulldogs leading the Cats uh, 19-0 at halftime. And in six-man action, a Heartland Lutheran with a 66-63 win over Spalding Academy. You score 63 and don't win. Got to love six-man football. 66-63 Heartland over Spalding Academy. In the second quarter, Maywood Hay Center with a 53-0 lead over Silver Lake. Yesterday, it was Eustace Farnham with a 65-48 win over South Platte. And the defending champions in six-man action, Wilcox Hildreth, hung up 70 on Deschler. And they win it 70-31 again. That is a final from yesterday. We're at halftime here in Aurora where the Huskies lead Carney Catholic 38-3 here at intermission. We're still tolling up numbers uh, here, and I'll tell you, the stats kind of look like the score. And we'll give you those numbers when we return right after this. Give it up for Chad, who's making great choices today. He filled up for gas before his gauge flashed empty. He made it to baseball practice on time. And instead of driving home to an empty fridge, Chad drove to Amigos for new Taquito Dippers. Filled with shredded beef or chicken, fried crisp to order, and ready to dip in Amigos' warm homemade queso sauce. The best part? He doubled down and got two for $2.69. Congratulations, Chad. You've won today. 
Aurora Cooperative is excited to launch Prairie Valley Seed Brand into the market. Prairie Valley has one goal in mind, and that's to help you grow. By providing cutting-edge genetics and technology packages in combination with our customized seed placement approach, you can rest assured that your seeds will work as hard as you do. At Prairie Valley Seed, we'll push the boundaries in seed innovation so you can push the boundaries in farming. Prairie Valley Seeds, grow without limits. Tougher together, Aurora and you. Your friendly Friesen Ford in Aurora is your destination for sales, service, and parts. Friesen Ford has the vehicle you want right on their lot with a wide variety of vehicles to choose from and their friendly sales staff to assist you in a low-pressure environment. Come experience the friendly Friesen Ford difference for yourself today in their state-of-the-art facility located 20 miles east of Grand Island, Aurora, just off of I. These have a 38-3 lead. Again, this is the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Ravenna Sanitation says your trash is our treasure serving Buffalo County for business or residential service. Ravenna Sanitation is your trash collection connection. Find us in your local yellow pages. Well, let's give you a uh, summary, a scoring summary that we've had here from the uh, first half. The first three possessions for Carney Catholic ended poorly. Their first one, a tipped elbow or tipped pass, turned into a short field for Aurora. Next time they had their hands on the ball, basically couldn't get the punt off, and the punter was sacked, and then uh, again... Uh, a, uh, another fumble by Carney Catholic. So three miscues led to three short fields for the Aurora Huskies, and they cashed in on their first possession with 6.26 to go in the first quarter when Caleb Morrill uh, ran in from two yards out. That made it 7 to nothing. Morrill again ran from 24 yards out with 4.41 to go. So in the span of about a minute 40, they're up 14 to nothing. And then Trevor Dvorak um, was able to uh, run from three yards out. And uh, they went for two, got it, and that made it 22 to nothing. Then finally, Carney Catholic got on the board. Spencer Hoagland on uh, fourth and goal from the 23 hit a 40-yard field goal to make it 22 to three. But then on the ensuing drive, Caleb Morrell went in from four yards out. They again got the two-point conversion. That made it 30-3. Dvorak connected with James Herzberg on a beautiful 30-yard touchdown pass to make it 36 to nothing. They went for two, didn't get it that time. And, uh, excuse me, they tried to kick the extra point. It had a block, my apologies. And then uh, Mac Owen was able to uh, sack Heinrich Harburg in the end zone for the safety. And that is our halftime score here, 38 to three as Aurora leads uh, Carney Catholic. And, you know, I forgot to subtract another 15 yards from uh, Harburg's rushing total here because of that sack, which means as a team, Carney Catholic now will uh, be only at 71 yards of total offense. So let's go through the numbers here. Rushing for Carney Catholic, Logan Miner has carried the ball 12 times for 75 yards. Harburg, who gets saddled with that 15 yards uh, loss because of the sack, has actually four rushes for negative three yards. Riley Greiser has carried the ball one time for four yards. Uh, Trey Calling, before he got hurt, he got hurt after a two-yard gain, one rush for two yards. And uh, Kagan Bosshammer carried the ball one time for a loss of seven. So 19 rushes for 71 yards here for Carney Catholic. Uh, in the football game. So first half, only 71 yards of uh, action on the ground and in the air. Heinrich Harburg is 2 of 8 for 13 yards. Logan O'Brien caught a 5-yard catch, and Tate Farrell, a leading receiver, one catch 
for eight yards. So 13 yards plus the 71 on the ground, 84 yards of total offense here for Carney Catholic in the first half, and they trail it 35, excuse me, 38 to three. Meanwhile, for Aurora, Trevor Dvorak is nine of 11 in the air, has a, a touchdown pass. He's nine of 11 for 167 yards. Kobe Russells has four catches for 48 yards. Caleb Morale has two catches for 44 yards. Jamo Herzberg has one catch for 30 yards and a touchdown. Nate Borkature has caught uh, two catches, two balls for 47 yards here in the first half. So, again, 167 yards in the air here for the Aurora Huskies. Rushing the football, Mac Owens has two carries for 14 yards. Trevor Dvorak has carried the ball three times for 15 yards. And Caleb Morrell has 16 carries for 90 yards. So 21 rushes for 119 yards here for the Aurora Huskies to go with another 167 yards in the air. So you're looking at uh, 286 yards of total offense compared to about 86 yards here for Carney Catholic here in the first half. And that translates to a 38-3 to lead here for the defending Class C-1 state champions on their home field during homecoming, coming off of a loss. Again, we knew it was going to be tough. I didn't know it was going to be this tough. Right. Yeah. You know, we, we were talking, Randy, like, you know, we can see him kind of maybe wearing Carney Catholic down or something like that, but not not coming out and doing this right here. Uh, but, you know, it's one of those things. You, you, you start to turn it over. The momentum starts to go their way. And all of a sudden, you know, it's hard to stop that momentum and stuff. And that's exactly Carney Catholic just hasn't been able to stop that uh, to get him on a three and out, you know, early stuff and uh to, to stop those bleeding <laughs> it's kind of like you're trying to build a house while it's on fire right. you know i mean you're trying yeah. to get something positive <laughs> going but you, you you can't stop you yep. can't stop the damage right you know it, it just keeps getting kind of worse and worse and worse and you know at halftime see what kind of adjustments they can make right uh but uh right now the both lines both both sides of the ball aurora right now is is dominating yep. things and uh, it's going to start with a running clock. Carney Catholic will get the ball to start the second half. And we talked about needing a good start to the first half. No, I'm sorry, actually, it'd be a roar for ball to start the, the second yeah. half. We, we talked about Carney Catholic needed a good start in the first half. Well, they're going to need a good one in here in the second half. Otherwise, right. I mean, they're going to run out of time. Yeah. And right now, you maybe aren't even thinking about winning the football game. You just want to build for the future. Right. Yeah. Build some sort of momentum for, for later on down the road. Yeah. Because, again, the, the team that beat this team last week, is in your district. Right. You're going to see Adam Central down the road. So you you, you kind of have to start the process of believing a little bit. And uh, that, that starts as soon as you kick off the football here in the second half. Exactly right, Randy. And, you know, you, it's, it's, a, it's kind of a character thing, too. you got to get out there. you got to, you know, go, okay, guys, it's, you we're down 35. Let's, let's just wipe that out. Let's see what we can do. Let's see if we can get some things positive going here and, 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 and get them on a three and out right here and, and at the very beginning and then, you know, do something offensively and just keep building something here in the second half and just, just try to, you know, because we, we could see it, you know, in the middle of that second quarter, the dauber was down for Carney mm-hmm. Catholic. The guys mm-hmm. were just like, oh, no, oh, no. And uh, you can't do that. You just got to you got to bounce back. It's uh, the way it is right now. You can't hit the reset button. You just got to go out there and you just got to go uh, go at Aurora here in the second half. Yeah. And uh, you, you have to. It's cliche, but you have to look at the scoreboard and see zero zero. Right. And you just want to win this half and uh, get get things started. Yep. And, and so we'll see where it goes from here. Yep. 
You're listening to the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. We'll step away for a moment, and uh, we'll have a bit more when we return to uh, Aurora High School right after this timeout. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life. With several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how Family Physical Therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes, in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana, and Wood River. Builders knows that you would rather spend time enjoying your home than constantly repairing it. That's why we offer only the highest quality products from the best known suppliers like Pella Windows and DeWalt Power Tools. We also know that price matters and that's why we back everything with a guaranteed price match. If you find the exact same item somewhere else, we'll match it. It's not a gimmick or a ploy, it's just our way of making sure our customers get the best products at the best prices. At Builders and Carney in Grand Island. Five Points Bank, the better bank, has personal bankers to help you with all your banking needs, from loans to customer service. Five Points Bank is the better bank. Our bankers are empowered to provide exceptional personal banking, service, and attention. Bank with the better bank. Five Points Bank. Ravenna Sanitation provides the perfect solution for any solid containment requirement. From the old shingles off your roof to a remodeled job, Ravenna Sanitation delivers a roll-off box to your house or side of the project. You fill it up, and they pick it up. No more making several trips back and forth to the dump. Rely on Ravenna Sanitation to take care of it for you. Ravenna Sanitation is the quality, dependable trash hauling service you've been looking for. Ravenna Sanitation, serving all of Buffalo County. And welcome back. This is the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Right now, Carney Catholic and uh, Aurora coming back on the field. A little extended halftime here because of a homecoming for the Aurora Huskies, and they lead at 38-3 over Kearney Catholic. And now we'll bring in our uh, special halftime guest, Kearney Catholic uh, head cross-country coach, Don Lease. And uh, a little warm yesterday for you guys oh, wow. doing any running. Yeah, it was, you know, it, there was just no wind yesterday, 91 degrees when we started to run and stuff. And and I shouldn't say we, I should say when they, they started they, to run. They. <laughs> But it was, you know, and there was just no breeze. It was humid out, and uh, the kids did a great job of, uh, you know, attacking the course the way we kind of kind of told them to do it. And uh, Grace Oberg got first, and Nicole uh, Messbarger got second uh, in there. They didn't do a team, team score, but, you know, Coach Nickel and I did kind of a team <laughs> score. And we would end up tying Lexington uh, for the team results in the girls' part of things. And... Uh, but it, it was good to see, you know, we've been anxious to see what we have out there. And it was good to see. So it kind of gives us some things to build on what kind of workouts we need to kind of be doing and stuff for uh, the next few weeks. Like I told them last week or yesterday, uh, it's, it's, only, it's, it's a short season. It's, it's six weeks from yesterday is districts. And, you, you know, we're battling a couple injuries from a couple of people and stuff. And then all of a sudden, you know, if you're out a couple of weeks, you're out, you know, from here, you're out a third of the time yeah. and stuff. And it's hard to get back into shape and stuff. But, you know, the, the guys and girls are both, we got, you know, our guys are, are good. They're just, uh, we don't have that real speed burner. Um, and But they're all right in the 21 to 23 area, 22 area. And they're all right in that pack area. And that's that's nice to see. Where, where are you at next? 
Um, t- Tuesday we go to uh, Centura um, to that meet there, and then we go. The, we got two of them the following week. We go to Minden and uh, Ravenna after that. Okay. Well, and again, you know, it goes pretty quick. Yes, it does. It really does. All right. All right we're going to step away for a moment. When we come back, we'll start the second half here as Carney Catholic is trailing in Aurora by a score of 38-3, to and they'll be kicking off to the Huskies to start the second half. That will wrap up our Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Ravenna Sanitation says your trash is our treasure, serving Buffalo County for business or residential service. Ravenna Sanitation is your trash collection connection. Find us in your local yellow pages. We'll step away for a moment. When we come back, we'll have the second half right after this. For over 60 years, R.W. Sorensen Construction in Kearney has been your number one contractor, designing, building, and general contractors. Sorensen Construction specializes in new construction, additions, and remodeling, both commercial and residential. Building Kearney and Central Nebraska is what they do. R.W. Sorensen Construction, your on-time contractor for over 60 years. Located at 2500 West 24th Street in Kearney, Sorensen Construction is a proud supporter of all area athletes. Ryan Redinger would like to wish all of the Kearney area athletes good luck in their competition this week. As the owner of O'Brien Stratman Redinger Funeral Home, Ryan knows that everyone's game of life comes to an end someday, and he wants you to know that he and his staff are here to create healing moments for you and your loved ones. The staff at O'Brien Stratman Redinger Funeral Home knows a loving event celebrates the choices they made, the relationship you shared, and honors their memory. Give them a call today at 308-234-3500. Downey Drilling in Lexington is a proud supporter of all the area athletes. Downey Drilling designs and installs complete water well systems for all your water well needs. We drill wells for agriculture, municipal, commercial, domestic, residential, and geothermal loop fields. From the well drilling to the pump installation and service, Downey Drilling Incorporated is your complete water well provider that takes pride in providing outstanding service to all its customers. Online at DowneyDrilling.com. Well, welcome back to our broadcast booth brought to you by Carney Towing and Repair. We're on the road bringing you the play-by-play. Carney Towing and Repair is on the road bringing the vehicle home. Don't get stranded on the side of the road. From heavy-duty towing to roadside assistance, call Carney Towing and Repair. When you need us, we'll be there. And speaking of repairs, we'll find out what adjustments Carney Catholic has made here to start the second half as they will uh, be down 38-3. to to start the final two quarters of football. And again, they might move pretty quickly with that running clock unless Carney uh, Catholic can get something done here. Yep. You know, like we, like we mentioned, Rand, we, they just need to get some positive things going here. You know, what, whether or not it's, a, it's, like I said, three and out or, you know, once they get the football back, move it a little bit, you know, you just got to realize it's 0-0. It's zero, zero. Try to get something going out of this. There's a lot of football season left here. We just need to, you know, start moving the football and doing some good things. Well, one good thing that did happen was Spencer Hogan hitting a uh, 40-yard field goal that would have been good from probably about 45, and he will kick things off to start the second half here. He's got, what do we decide, six uh, touchbacks on the season so far, six or seven, and he'll try to have another one here as uh, there's not a whole lot of wind, but what wind there is will actually be in Hoagland's face here. Got to roll the dice a little bit. You know, and again, if you're Carney Catholic, I mean, we're fans. We want Carney right. Catholic to win. And we're right. thinking, all right, here's what, what we got to do. Is we got we to get there, and maybe they'll muff it, and then we can get a touchdown, and we get 
realistically, the football coaches are looking at this like, how do we build? How do we go yep. from this? Um, yep. Because that's really what's, what it's going to be about. And, and if the game finds them and they can, you know, start throwing the ball deep or really change in how things are, they'll do that. But right now I think they're just working on what they need to work on and look at the big picture and not try to steal a win when you're down 38-3 to at halftime. Yep, exactly right, Randy. So Hoagland will kick off here. And we are underway as he will try the onside kick. And it takes a high bounce, and I believe Aurora is able to cover it. They did not surprise him. Yep. And that's the element of surprise was going to be key to that. And again, that's my theory about it. Hey, we're just playing this one to get better. Right. Don't try to steal nothing. They're trying to steal something to get started here. Yep. You know, trying to get a little bit of an onside situation out of that and try to you know, get the football back real quick here. Uh, it's going to give uh, Roar a really good field position here at the 42-yard line uh, to start this second half and, and uh, you know, see what Carney uh, Catholic can step up here and get a three and out. So Dvork will set up camp at the 42-yard line. He'll be in that uh, shotgun, and he'll uh, hand the ball off. And that much room for Morrow to run there as he gets to that right side. He ran off tackle, tried to cut back in, and the Stars filled up that hole. One of the first ones there, if not the first, was Tate Florell from his middle linebacker spot. That's a gain of only one here for Morrell. Yep, just going off to that right side. Like you said, Randy, uh, he was Tate Florell from his middle linebacker position, flowed great and got right over there to uh, stand him up and make the tackle. Morrell Kelly the ball 16 times in the first half, his first carry here of the second. And now they will run the option. Dvorak will keep it. He'll go right up the middle, and he'll have enough for the first down as he'll gain about 10 himself. They rode that one. They rode that in that belly as he was yep. going to his right, and then Dvorak took it out and went right up the middle for a gain of 10. Yeah, and a good job. We saw him do that a few times this, you know, in the first half and just stick that ball in the belly. And he's, he does a great job of looking and scanning and then takes off with the football, and his line does a good job of getting some line surge out of that. So we've got a first down here for Aurora. They've got it at the 48, so they're in Carney Catholic territory here early in their first possession of the second half. They lead it 38-3 to over the Stars. And they'll put a man in motion. That's going to be Herzberg. And they'll come back with a little counter here with Morale. And Morale going against all that flow going to the left, runs to his right. And they unstack it, and that's going to be another gain of about five. Just kind of consistent, yep. you know. He's going right up there, and that's that was Trey calling in there on that tackle there. So it's nice to see at least, you know, Trey back out there on the football field after getting everything all taped up. He's kind of walking a little ginger. Yeah, you can see he's got a little yep. gimp in there. And stuff, but uh, they'd like to see him on offense. They, in fact, they'd like to have him punt. But uh, right. right now, that's that's a little bit more taxing that number 13 can handle right now, and that's our ankle. So second and about five, run right up the middle for Morale. Morale will lean out, and boy, he's going to be close to another first down here as he gains right at five yards. Yeah, just going off to that left side there, Randy going and following his his line and stuff. And uh, a half yard short. Yeah, just a little bit short as he goes. He's going to end up being, but he does a good job of following those blockers and those guys up front are doing a good job up front for Aurora. Well, I think they see Colin Gimpin out there a little yeah. bit, so they're, they're going to pull him off the field right now. Our injury report brought to you by our good friends at Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting back the game of life with a location near you. 
They'll run that low option. Quarterback keeps it right up the middle, and he's untouched. He is going to go all the way for a touchdown, 39 yards right up the middle. Yeah, good fake off that, Randy. Just going off to that right side out of that situation, and uh, he pulled it out and took off right up the middle off there, uh, and it just parted open to the sea, and uh, he took it in for the touchdown for Aurora. So two carries on that drive for Trevor Dvorak for 49 yards, including the 39-yard touchdown. And with 9.09 to go here in the third quarter, a 41-point lead here for the Aurora Huskies. Well, they will come over and try the traditional extra point. Last time, Herzberg tried to kick the football. They got blocked. After a high snap. Snap this time is good from Borkager. Foot is up. It is good. And Aurora now with a 45-3 lead over Carney Catholic after the 39-yard run by Trevor DeWork for another five-points bank touchdown. 9.09 to go here, third quarter. We'll uh, kick it off to the Stars when we return after this. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. Welcome back here to Aurora as the Huskies add another touchdown to Vorick from 39 yards out. Let's remind you that the Platte River Preps Athlete of the Month is brought to you by B&B Carpet and Donovan. Be sure to log on to PlatteRiverPreps.com to nominate your favorite athlete for our Athlete of the Month. One boy and one girl will be our winners enlisted at PlatteRiverPreps.com. It's all brought to you by B&B Carpet in Donovan. And Donovan right now having no problem with Centura, 42 to 16 at halftime. And we'll remind you that coming up later tonight, we'll have our Friday night scoreboard show brought to you by Rutz Heating and Air and Rivals Bar and Grill. That'll be on Power 99 after we have the Battle of the Cats and the Dogs between Pleasanton and Axtell over on Power 99. And Pleasanton was uh, in control at last check in that one. 26-8 to eight is the score there. Here the kickoff. Going to be picked up by Carney Catholic. And so trying to get to that wall is going to be Logan Miner. Miner starts on the left, gets to the right, gets that sideline, and he gets down that sideline. They are able to peel everybody off, and he is going to go for a touchdown. He takes the ball down that right sideline and goes all the way in for the touchdown. Now the officials are huddling up back here. I don't see a flag, but there is a discussion between the white hat and the black hat over here. Yeah. And I think they're bringing it back because they're not lining up for the extra point. Yep. I, I don't see a flag. I don't done? either. I don't. That's. Well, but they're pointing. Pointing at something. And Carney Catholic's running down there to line up for the extra point. Aurora's standing here, and I haven't seen anybody with hands in the air. No, I haven't either. And they're going to come over and talk to Coach Harvey. And if it's a touchdown, I don't think they would go over and talk to Coach Harvey. No. So we'll see what's going on here out of this. 
He got that far sideline, kind of got walled off there. And based on Coach Harvey's uh, reaction. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's. I'm confused. I am too. They're, they keep. I'm deeply confused. I'm still looking for a flag. The guys holding the football are standing right where they kicked it off. And I think, well. And Carney Catholic's coming back. First down at the 45, is that what they're saying? Yeah. Yeah. So Well, well. again, on that far sideline, we can't see, see the vantage yeah. point there. I'm just saying if they if they blew him out of bounds over there, they did not do it very emphatically. No. No. And I don't even have an opinion of whether right. or not he stepped out of bounds down. from that yep. far away. Yep. Yep. So he was close to that area anyway. So they're down at the forty five, so it is not a touchdown. And that again is kind of how the night is going here for the stars. stars right. <laughs> So now it'll be up, like you said, it'll be down at the 45 and first and Well, 10 I mean, again, that's a, that's a good return, but now right. you kind of feel, oh, duh. Right. You know, yeah. and that was a good return. Right. So we can't even get the momentum off of that. Yep, had that wall set up and got him, got over there and had a nice return, did Logan Miner. Well, with our score being 45 to 3, we got a running clock here. And Harvard calling out the signals. Two wideouts to the right, two to the left. Make that three to the left as they move a little bit further out that way. Harburg with the empty backfield is going to throw the ball on that right side, and it is going to be complete. And actually, it was not Harburg. At, yeah, it was Harburg at quarterback. My apologies. Yeah, and they – oh, now they're saying – they're going to say incomplete. Skipped it. Skipped it on that right side over there, trying to get it out there to Logan Miner off that. And the ball just skipped into him, so it'll be second down here for – Carney Catholic. At the 45, need to get to the 45. Again, a couple wideouts to the right side, three to the left. Harburg will step up, roll, will throw it across his body, and it's going to be complete. And trying to fight for extra yards. I believe it was caught in traffic. Haven't seen the numbers yet, but that looks like Brett Mahoney. Mahoney, yep, number 11. Yep, that is Mahoney. And he is going to gain about 13 on the play. Yep, rolling out to his right. He kind of wanted to hit Miner on that right side. He had a lone guy, but the receiver was not open. He came back across and got it to Mahoney for the first down for Carney Catholic. Carney Catholic has just doubled their passing yardage of the night with that 13-yard game. Three wideouts, wideouts right, two to the left. Empty backfield again here for Harburg. Blitz coming from the outside. Harburg rolls to the right side. And he'll throw it in underneath and sitting down, laying on the turf, making the catch at the 28-yard line is uh, going to be Tate Florell. Just sitting down underneath there. You know, after he's rolling out to that right side, he just sat down. Harburg did a good job on the rollout, uh, completing the pass for another first down for Carney Catholic. Gain of about 14, ball at the 28-yard line. Carney Catholic moving quickly here and moving efficiently. Two wideouts to the right side, which is the short side. And Harburg's got time. He'll throw the ball in the end zone. He's got a man. It's caught for the touchdown. Sitting down in the end zone there is Austin Christner. And Christner has the touchdown, a five-points bank touchdown for the Stars. 
from 24 yards out. Yep, just uh, had three receivers on this side. The inside guy ran a little bit of an in route. Austin just ran a straight uh, fly route out of that, and the other guy on the outside ran an out, and Austin was uh, wide open on the play. A nice pass from uh, Harburg to Krishner for a touchdown. Well, I thought maybe they'd go for two to make it a 34-point game. Hoagland will kick the extra point to try to make it a 35-point game. High snap. Hoagland puts his foot into it, and the kick is good. So Carney Catholic answers a touchdown with a touchdown, but they still trail it here by 35. It is 45-10 to 10 with six and a half minutes to go here in the third quarter. And we'll be back with a kickoff right after this. Welcome to Freddy's. How's it going, bud? My parents said we're going plant-based. I don't know what that means, but it doesn't sound good. Every once in a while, a kid needs a treat. A dirt and worm someday, please. We understand. If you're going to be bad, it better be good. And no one satisfies your cravings better than Freddy's Frozen Custard and Steak Burgers. The experience that puts a smile on your face and the taste that brings you back. For a limited time, try Freddy's Key Lime Pie Concrete. Freddy's Frozen Custard and Steak Burgers, 1010 3rd Avenue, Kearney. Here's how you can save up to 50% off your car insurance deductible. Take your vehicle to Goodfellows Paint and Body and tell them you heard this commercial. Goodfellows Paint and Body are experts at collision repair and all mix and models. Goodfellows Paint and Body and the Muscle Car Factory are also known for restoring show cars in the area for over 14 years, meeting their friends by accident since 2006. It's Goodfellows Paint and Body, 115 South Railroad in Kearney, 308-440-6579. Proudly supporting all area athletes. Well, unquestioned, the best drive of the night here for Kearney Catholic as they look good, yep. passing the ball around, finding different receivers, keeping the quarterback's jersey clean, and Harburg is able to connect with Austin Christner on a 24-yard touchdown. They kick the extra point to make it now 45-10. to 10. And so Hoagland here will kick off again, and I don't think we'll see another onside. If you're going to onside it, you probably would have gone for two. Try to shut off that running clock. They're going to try a little shorter kick. And it's going to be picked up by one of the upbacks. That's going to be Brendan Barger. Barger is just going to get what he can. You can almost hear the coaches from here yelling, fall down, fall down. Yeah. <laughs> you're, yep. you're a blocker. <laughs> so, you know, nice nice drive there for Carney Catholic. It's one of those things like we kind of mentioned, Randy, you know, second half, just kind of do some good things to – you know, that you need to improve on. They went five wide on that, and they just started dinking and dunking and then they hit Austin Krishner on a nice long pass there, uh, getting some momentum out of that. Reminder for you, if a different game, we'd love to have your score for our live football scoreboard at plantriverpreps.com. Call or text 308-646-0506. Here, 45-10, the Aurora Huskies, the defending Class uh, C1 state champions, and they'll hand the ball right up the middle and a quick little hit. Nice gain of about five on the play. Yep, just going off that right side. Got a pretty good line surge out of that, Randy, and uh, just following his blockers, going up, going on the right side there, uh, bringing up second down here for Aurora. Borkatru is going to come out of the game. Looks like he's hobbling just a little bit. So, morale with the uh, carry there of about, we'll call it four yards. And now they'll put Mac Owens in that eye formation. They reset the 
25-second play clock here. And they're not going to be in a big hurry. No. It's homecoming night. You know, you got stuff to do. Let's keep this, get the game going. Game going, yeah. High formation, handoff to Owens. Owens running hard. Not much of a scene there. And the Stars will stand him back. Uh, one of the first ones there for Carney Catholic was Matthew Mers. Mers did a nice job there from his uh, linebacker spot yep. filling that hole. Actually going to be maybe a loss of one on the play. Yep, did a real good job of st- you know stepping right in there and uh, you know meeting him right at the point of attack there, Randy, and uh, you know getting a loss out of the play uh, for Aurora. So going to be third and uh, good eight here, probably about eight and a half. And they're going to go with two tight ends. And they're going to split out a couple guys on that left side of the field. And looking to throw here is going to be Dvorak. Dvorak met by Boss Ammer. Boss Ammer starts it. And finishing it up here is going to be Matthew Murs. They're going to sack him for a nice loss on the play. Yep. First one getting in there was Boss Ammer, like you said, Randy, and kind of disrupting everything. He rolled out to this side. And all of his receivers ran an in route on this right side, and uh, there was nobody there. Boss Hammer did a great job of getting right in there right away to disrupt things, and then Mers and uh, the guys got in there to make a tackle. Boss of about 12 on the play. Dvorak is your punter, and again, he's only about seven yards from behind the line of scrimmage here on fourth and a quarter yard, quarter mile. And we'll see if Carney County comes with a little pressure. They just do the quick little kick here. And uh, it's going to be uh, picked up by Miner. Miner at the 45, brings it across the 50. There's a flag down. He breaks the tackle at the 40, at the 30. And he'll be brought down at about the uh, 25-yard line. And there is going to be a flag right at the 50-yard line. Yep. And there is no other possibility than uh, either a hold or a illegal block of some sort. Yep, just... <clears throat> On the on the gunners going down the sidelines out of there, Randy and uh, Miner did a good job. He, you know, when I, when he caught it, I just looked ahead and he had a lot of running room and and uh, you know, just Aurora, an interesting formation yep. for me. Only dropping him back about seven yards and just seems like you're asking to get your pump blocked. Pump blocked there. a lot of time. Yep. And you and you don't have as much time to get it off and you don't have as much hang time. Yep. But I am not the special teams coach for the Aurora Huskies. Oh, and then we had a face mask on on Aurora, too. So I'm going to replay this. Going to do over. Both of them want the penalty, so that means we're going to have us a do over. Yep. So the ball will be spotted again about the 16-yard line. Guess that's not a quarter mile. It's only 19 yards on fourth down. Down. <laughs> So, yep, so minor back deep again for Carney Catholic. Late addition to the punting unit here for Aurora. Probably Wessels will find his spot. Now Dvorak with his heels on the five-yard line, and as soon as they snap it, there's Wessels. Illegal procedure. And that'll back him up another five. Yeah, so. 
Now they're about the 10 yard line. So <laughs> Carney now leads like a North Star 41 nothing at halftime. Dvork now standing in the end zone. Takes the snap. And he'll hit a low line drive kick that's going to bounce. Miner's going to pick it up at about the 45-yard line. And he'll try to get that edge down that right sideline. He's just going to go out of bounds at about the 41. Yeah, Took a high bounce there <laughs> into his arms. And he kind of caught it over his shoulder after the bounce. That was... Yeah. And then, they, like you said, Randy, then he just kind of looked up to see what he could get out of that. Tried to get out to the outside out of there. And then... Uh, uh, Roar just ends up pushing him out about the 40-yard line, 41. Well, again, a running clock here with a minute 50 to go in the third quarter. 45-10. The Huskies have dominated this thing since three early miscues put them up 21 to nothing. Carney Catholic obviously has not been able to really whittle away anything from there since. Harburg, with an empty backfield, is going to set the screen up on that right side. And the one guy out there, and Logan Miner, will drag him forward for a gain of about five. Yep, just off that to the right side over there, trying to you know, get that thing out there to Miner to let him see what he can do out of that. And, uh, you know, he gets five yards on first down. And I didn't see who that uh, outside linebacker was that made a nice open field tackle yep. there. Otherwise, there wasn't anybody left. All tackles, tackles are touchdown saving tackles, are they not? Yeah. Harburg will now throw the ball deep, and he's got a man out there, and it is incomplete. Actually had two guys. The uh, more open of the two was not the intended receiver. It was going for Jaden Sire, and uh, making the uh, correction on the ball there was, I thought, uh, was that Carson Stair, 15? Yeah. Well, we know he's dead. Yeah, and... Like you said, uh, the, you know, Kagan Bosshammer was going right down the middle out of that situation. And Heinrich went to uh, Jaden on the outside off that. And uh, you first thing I saw, you, you look from the outside in. Yep. So third and five, pressure coming, and a strike thrown. But boy, that's a hard hit over there, and not able to uh, reel in the football. I think that was Kagan. So he got a hit. It was in front right, of him yeah. a little bit. And yep. Flo- uh, oh, it was intended for Florell. Florell. And so it's fourth down, and that will do it for the end of the third quarter. With that running clock, it goes pretty quick. We head to the fourth. Carney Catholic trailing it here, 45-10. to 10. We'll have it fourth and long when we return right after this. Have you ever seen a dented tortoise? The same way a thick tortoise shell protects its occupant, the bullet spray and bed liners from the dent poppers protect your pickup truck's bed. No rust, corrosion, dents, or scratches ever. Guaranteed for as long as you own your truck, and it says so in writing. Bullet spray on liners is the one that goes on hot, stays strong. That means your truck holds its value longer. Surprised that the dent popper now applies bullet spray on? Don't be. The dent popper's been on the leading edge of vehicle preservation for years. See the dent popper north of Railroad on 1st on the bricks downtown Carney for a free estimate. If what your crop needs is potassium, what you need to feed it is Locomotive. Designed to enhance crop growth and quality, Locomotive gives crops what they need in the safest form. Chlorine-free formula, providing high absorption rates to deliver critical nutrition quickly. Locomotive is the foliar potassium that doesn't hesitate when it comes to your crop's performance. No matter what the conditions, if you want potassium in your crop, you want Locomotive. To get your crop what it needs, see your local Nutrient Ag Solutions retailer today. 
We're keeping the chain gang busy here tonight. The chain gang has a flop, and obviously when we change quarters there, they move the chains just like Carney Towing Repair will do for you if you're stranded on the side of the road. No matter where, they'll get you home, Carney Towing and Repair. So fourth and a long six here for Carney Catholic. Of course, down by 35, they'll go for it. 45-10 is our score. Harburg is going to call out the signals. He's got time to throw. He'll step up, hit as he releases it, and it is going to be incomplete. Good adjustment on the ball in the backfield there, but it falls incomplete. And again, I think that's Florell trying to make the adjustment and couldn't come up with it. Yeah, running in on that inside route out of that. Uh, they had one guy peel off there, Randy. Just kind of got a little bit of an inference there and uh, just enough to break up the pass out of that on that uh, left side for Carney Catholic. But uh, Cam, no, I can't see if that's Florell or if that's Logan Miner. It is Logan Miner. It's going one. Down, okay. Going down that seam route out of that and just didn't quite connect. So it'll be first down for Aurora here. Well, from the angle, we couldn't see. We knew it was a single digit. Yep. I got that part right. <laughs> yep. So it'll be turnover on downs here. And uh, those guys don't look as big as the normal guys coming out of the nope. uh, sideline here for Aurora. So they make some substitutions. The handoff right up the middle here to Owens, and Owens is going to gain about one yard here for the Huskies. Yep. Just trying to go off that right side a little bit on there, and uh, Logan O'Brien came up there and made that ta- open field tackle out of that, uh, picked up one yard on the play. And uh, in that quarterback here is going to be Ethan Shaw. So Shaw at quarterback here for the Huskies. His running back is uh, Owens. Owens, yep. 195-pound sophomore is uh, McKinnison Owens, and he'll let his quarterback keep the ball here on the option, and Shaw will get back a uh, game maybe about one yard, I guess. Yep, just trying to take it off that right side field. Pull the ball out of Owens' belly, and then it uh, follows Owens up that uh, right side there, and uh, – Picked up a yard on the play, but it'll bring up third down and long here for Aurora. Well, both these two teams were involved in uh, lopsided games last week. It just was uh, Aurora was on the wrong end of it last week, and Carney Catholic was on the right end of it. And now those roles have reversed here. Both will fall to one and one on the season. 45-10 our score with a running clock here, 9.44 to go. Shaw, he's looking to throw. Now he rolls out to his right. He'll throw it in underneath, and it's going to be incomplete. Yep, just trying to connect on the outside there. He just didn't have any time. Uh, Matthew Murs got in there uh, for Carney Catholic. Uh, Dakey was in there to you know cause a little bit of havoc also uh, for Carney Catholic. So fourth and eight. Your normal punter is uh, Trevor Dvorak, your quarterback. And so apparently your backup punter is your backup uh, quarterback, Ethan Shaw. As he'll do the same sort of thing. Quick little kick here. And it's going to be picked up on the run here at the 32-yard line. And with a head of steam is going to be Miner. And Miner will bring it across midfield down to about the 45-yard line. It kind of looks like they were trying to drag somebody off the pile there. But I did not see a flag. So maybe I didn't see what I thought I saw. That is one of those to get you a flag real quick. Ball is at the 45-yard line. 
Yeah, so Logan Miner, like you said, Randy, just you know, head of steam, you know, catches the football and goes right up the middle off that punt return and and got it out to the 45 for uh, Carney Catholic. Kind of like your center fielder, you know, you yep. want him moving forward as soon as he catches it so he can throw the ball home. Right. Well, that's what Miner did there. Yep. You want him moving forward when he makes the catch so he has a head of steam. Yep. I think they're trying to get some guys into the football game. Is yeah. uh, Aurora is a little disorganized right yep. now, and they they call the timeout. So timeout here, Aurora. They lead it 45 to 10. Running clock, obviously, with 8:17 to go here in the third quarter. And our timeout brought to you by ENT Positions of Carney, taking care of you since 1994. We're located where you need us, specializing in you. We'll step away for a moment, and we'll be back right after this. Trust is earned over generations, not seasons. For over 165 years, the Rank family's been earning that trust where it counts the most, in your fields. And yields, they don't lie. With over a 1,000 top finishes in first and state trials over the last three years, Rank Seed proves its value through superior genetics and production. One family, seven generations, all working for your success. Rank means results. Randy Bushcutter, Don Lee's here with you from Aurora with our engineer, Marcella Socek. Carney Catholic down by 35, has it now first and 10 from the 45. And scrambling is going to be Harburg, and he's going to be sacked. Yep. Getting getting in there, number, big number 74, Aurora, getting in there to cause some uh, havoc a little bit and had to, had to kind of step up on that situation. And number 11 uh, made the tackle for uh, Aurora. So Brady Cullingham. Yeah. And again, as you said, tip your hat to the big man up the middle there, yep. uh, Cole Fiala. Yep, he did a good job of getting in there and making Harburg kind of step up into there and then uh, able to make the tackle for Aurora. So Harburg now will throw the screen pass. Going to be uh, completed right. out here to Riley Greiser, and Greiser's going to get maybe a half yard. Yeah, trying to get it out there. You know, they had the screen pass in the middle linebacker. I don't remember who it was out there for Aurora. Got out there uh, pretty quickly and uh, brought Riley down uh, once he caught the football. So Riley makes his first catch of the season, but no gain on the play. And it's going to set up now again third and long here for the Stars with 7.15 to go in their football game. 45-10. Harburg will step up. Nope, he won't. He'll get enveloped again. Again, getting the sack here is going to be Collingham. And he has to share the sack with I didn't see who was on that other side there. Looked like number 27. Kyle Larson, yeah. yeah. 27, Kyle, Kyle Larson. So they got right in there as Harburg was trying to hit some guys going down the field on this right side. They run some fly routes out of that. It's going to bring up fourth and long here for after a couple sacks by uh, Aurora. No, so loss of 24 in those, excuse me, a loss of 14 in those two sacks. So fourth and 24. Throw it in underneath here to Logan Miner, see if he can get hot, and he'll be pulled down across midfield down to about the 48-yard line. And uh, that is uh, going to be well short of what they need. It's going to be 12 yards short of the first down. Yep. So it'll be a Carney Catholic called timeout there. Yep. Just to allow a little bit more time to make some substitutions. Yep. Bring in that second team defense. Yep. So Aurora will have it here right at midfield, about 48-yard line. Here with about uh, 6.16 to go in the fourth quarter, leading 45 to 10. Um, so they'll have the ball here to start this drive right here. 
Uh, like you said, Carney Catholic starting to look like they got a few other guys that are getting uh, mixed in there um, for Carney Catholic to see, you know, get some get some action out of there, out of their uh, second strings and third string guys here. Well, our timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians of Carney, taking care of you since 1994. We're located where you need us, specializing in you. And so we'll have a JV portion of our football game here. At quarterback, again, is going to be Shaw. And they changed running backs because that's not Owens. Nope. I didn't see the number. Didn't see the number from this angle. We'll check that here for the Huskies. As Shaw will call it out. And he'll run the option here with Brady Collingham. And Collingham will go right up the middle. And Collingham will pull through there, gain about 15. Yep. Had a nice seam there for the first five yards, but the next uh, about seven were well-earned by Collingham. Right, keeping his feet moving and just driving his feet. And uh, like you said, Randy, you know, he faked that handoff going to the right side, and he just tucked it up and uh, took off right up the middle out of that and, uh, you know, picks up a first down for Aurora. It's at the 39-yard line here. Now 5.40 to go. And again, no hurry as Ethan Shaw. As first and ten here for the Huskies, as they have been in control of this football game from beginning to now the end. And they're going to keep the hands in the quarterback here. Shaw's going to go right up the middle after having in the belly of Collingham for a while. And he'll find a little seam. He'll gain about five, maybe six. We'll see as they unstack the pile. That'll be a gain of five. Yep, just taking it to the right side again off that and uh, following his blockers. Those guys up front are doing a pretty good job uh, for Aurora. So it'll bring up second down here for Aurora. Well, they're their identity last year, unquestionably, is throwing the ball all yeah. over the place with Shireman. And now with Dvorak, uh, uh, can't say under center because they run out of the shotgun, but they're going to be a running team this year. They've run the ball very effectively. And then once that happened, they were able to throw it pretty well against Carney Catholic tonight. Quarterback's going to keep it. Shaw right up the middle. He'll have enough for another first down. We'll take it all the way to the 25-yard line. So it'll be a gain of nine. So Shaw gains 14 yards on the last two carries. Yep, just pulling it out of the belly of his running back, Randy, and then taking off with it. Carney Catholic's kind of coming to that running back uh, part, and uh, you know Shaw's doing a good job of just pulling it out of there and uh, taking off with it and picking up another first down for Aurora. 45-10 is our score, and by the time they snap this one off, we'll be inside of four minutes to go in the football game. Don't forget, coming up, we'll have our post-game show. As always, brought to you by New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery. First and 10 from the 25. And just a handoff right up the middle. And that time, there isn't much room to go there at all for Callingham. No, just, I'm just giving it right up the middle out of that, Randy. And uh, Carney Catholic did a good job of stepping in there and holding their own. And then uh, linebackers coming in there and making a play, too. I won't say how much I make uh, broadcasting football games, but if I was paid $1 for every time that door slammed tonight, yeah. <laughs> I would get a major raise. Right. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Second and nine. Huskies kind of looking like the defending state champions here tonight. And they'll give the ball to Collingham, and this time Carney Catholic is there, and they're going to hog time. They're going to swing that dog down. Yep. 
Coming off to this left side here, uh, Carney Catholic did a good job of reading that uh, as they, he didn't, he didn't pull was it out O'Brien of the belly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, O'Brien was in there making the tackle on that play. So that only lost a three. And it will set up now third and about 12. Ball spotted at the 27-yard line. 2.27 to go here in the football game. And again, hands on hips, looking at uh, the clock tick down here as the Roar Huskies. Now directing traffic to Shaw. They're going to run out of time. They don't get it off in time, or did they get a timeout? The official on the backside threw a flag, but uh, the head coach was right in the ear of the official here. I think they got a timeout. Yeah, yep, right. they did. Yep. This timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney, taking care of you since 1994. We're located where you need us, specializing in you. We'll take a break here with Aurora leading at 45-10 to 10 with 2.20 to go here in the fourth quarter. They'll have it third and 12 from the 27 when we return right after this. The Big Rack Shack is a one-stop shop for all your storage needs. Stop by their 15,000-square-foot showroom at 3210 Antelope Avenue in Kearney. From heavy-duty pallet racks to lightweight garage shelving, they have a wide variety of industrial-quality shelving that will last a lifetime. With the Midwest's largest selection of heavy-duty steel storage cabinets, workbenches, carts, vices, and more, you can find them on the web at BigRackShack.com or give them a call at 308-234-4464. And welcome back here. Uh, it was clear Aurora was not going to get that one off in time, so Kyle Peterson calls the timeout here for the Huskies. And it will be now third and about 12. Backup quarterback Ethan Shaw at the helm, and he'll hand the ball off to his uh, tailback, Collingham. Collingham will try to get the edge here, and He'll stay in bounds. I don't know if he knows it doesn't really matter with a running clock whether or not he stays in bounds. Yep, and now I have the ball it. down to about the 18-yard line. Yep, just bringing it over to this left side, just kind of a little sweep action out of that and uh, trying to get off to the edge. It'll be about, bring up fourth down for Aurora here at about the 18-yard uh, line. Gain of about eight on the play. Makes fourth down and very manageable. So I'm predicting either Shaw or Collingham will be the one carrying this football off of the run the uh, run option here. And it's going to be Collingham. He's got a little bit of an edge. Cuts back to the inside as the was kind of closing, and he's only going to gain about three. He's going to get three. He needed four. And so the Carney Catholic defense is going to hold here, and they'll get the ball one last time. Maybe. Because <laughs> there's only about a minute 20 left, and by the time they get everything all set up, Stars will have one or two plays is going to be it. It's going to be down, like you said, Randy, about the 16-yard line here for uh, Carney Catholic. And I don't know who's coming in here for... Aurora, they, they're forced to call timeout. They didn't have anybody, anybody. out there. <laughs> Carney Catholic is about ready to get ready to snap the football. Yeah, that would have been pretty easy. Yeah. Quarterback sneak for 84 yards and a touchdown. <laughs> this timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians and Carney will return to Aurora. Stars on top here, excuse me, are, are trailing here 45 to 10 to the Aurora Huskies. We'll be back in 30 seconds. 
South Central Diesel of Holdridge has over 100 years of diesel fuel injection experience and has been putting customer relationships first since 1971. They are factory authorized to repair all types of diesel fuel injection systems and have a full-service drive-in repair facility to repair your diesel Ford, Chevy, or Dodge pickup. SCD's factory trained technicians are committed to providing the best service to their customers. Stop by 115 South East Avenue in Holdridge for all your diesel pickup repairs, pumps and injectors, diesel performance parts, and turbochargers. Or call them at 1-800-228-8482 to put them to work for you and welcome back here to aurora the huskies forced to call a timeout trying to figure out who they want to get out there defensively carney catholic with that running clock will have a couple of plays and that's about all we haven't really talked about this rule very much but uh new rule uh, most snaps you got 40 seconds to snap the football but as soon as they get the ball there it's ready to go go they, they yeah. it ready to play even before the ball gets set and as soon as they get it set uh you can go so teams want to play fast can play fast here Handoff to the uh, running back right up the middle, and that is going to be Riley Greiser. And yep. Greiser will uh, get back to the line of scrimmage. Nice little cutback to do that and maybe gain one yard as he was hit behind the line of scrimmage. scrimmage. So yep. he gains one on the play. Yep. Brett Mahoney playing a little quarterback here out of this, and they're keep on all alternating people in there and see if they can get a couple more plays off here. One for sure. And that might be about it. Yeah. There's 34 seconds left. Low snap. And uh, keeping the football here is going to be Mahoney. Mahoney will cut back and bring it across the 20-yard line out to about the 21. Yep. So that will be a gain of about four here for Mahoney. And I believe that is going to be our final play of the ball game, unless they can rule it. Well, they, they got 15 and making some substitutions. I don't – I think they'll get it done. Got nine seconds left. Mahoney calling out the signals. And they'll snap the football with one second left. Nope, they weren't set. So they stopped the clock with .6. (laughs) So it'll be a legal procedure on Kearney Catholic. So, yep. Yeah, with .6, I don't know if by the time they blow it ready for play. And that's it. it. They're going to blow it dead, yeah. So, Carney Catholic can't get that final play off, and it is a final. It is 45-10. The Aurora Huskies get the taste out of the the loss they had last week to uh, Adam Central out of their mouth. And they have a running clock the entire second half here on the Stars, winning it by a final of 45-10. And, you know, last week we were talking about, wow, Carney Catholic kind of looking real good. And uh, we, we have a much different reaction after watching them tonight here right. against a really good football team in Aurora. Yeah, and, and that's what Aurora did. You know, they kind of went back, you know, last week they went up to Adam Central, you know, turned the ball over a little bit. And, uh, and Adam Central's a good football team, a real good football team, and, and got down early to them. And then they had to start passing a little bit. And, uh, you know, they can pass, can Aurora, but their repertoire is going to be putting it on the ground and uh, just coming right at you and stuff. And then, you know, they, they move the football um, against uh, Adam Central every once in a while on the ground and stuff. And then, uh, but they got down behind the eight ball with, uh, you know, getting down 21 nothing uh, right off the bat. And, uh, you know, then all of a sudden, you know, you're, you're, you're starting to throw the ball a little bit more and, and uh, that's not what Aurora really wants to do. They want to run the football to set up the pass, uh, and that's what they did tonight is they ran the football extremely, extremely well 
Um, and then they set up the pass to get that one-on-one -on -one situation because Carney Catholics hadn't put more guys in the box and uh, trying to stop the run out of that situation. So, you know, Carney Catholic, uh, you know, we, we mentioned it right off the bat, you know, try to get a good early start. And then, you know, third play from scrimmage, uh, uh, Harbor gets his uh, arm hit and the uh, ball goes up in the air, flutters out there, and Aurora picks it off. And about four or five plays later, they're, they're marching into uh, for a touchdown off that. And it just kind of snowballed uh, Carney Catholic from from there. And, uh, you know, Carney Catholic did a good job second half coming out right off their bat. And that's that first uh, series and just marched it right down uh, the field and uh, looked good, spreading them out, uh, throwing the football. And, you know, it's, it, there's a lot of season left. That's the big thing that uh, – those young men over there uh, for Carney Catholic, you got to understand that there's a lot of football left. And, uh, you know, don't hang your hat. You know, live and learn from uh, the, the mistakes and, and move on to the next game. they got Lincoln Christian next week. And, uh, you know, they got uh, some tough games coming down the road, too. So they're going to have to understand, let's learn from this. Let's move on from this. Uh, but let's, number one, let's make sure that we learn from this because, you know, there's going to be a lot, some times that uh, things just don't go your way, and you got to be able to stop that momentum some way, somehow. And uh, Carney Catholic just could not stop that momentum of Aurora tonight. Yeah, and once Aurora got hot, they stayed hot. And yeah. like you said, uh, they, they forced the miscues, and by the time uh, Carney Catholic found their sea legs, they were just too far behind in this one. And then Aurora still outplayed them from yeah. that point on. So the Stars uh, lose their first game of the season by a final of 45-10. to 10 here at Aurora. Well, we're going to step away for a moment. When we come back, we'll have our post-game show brought to you by New West Sports Medicine and North Peak Surgery. We'll be back with that and give you the scoring summary and a whole lot more, as well as a chance to talk with uh, Coach Harvey when we return right after this timeout. About 90 years before the seeds for the trees that produced the lumber that they sell were even planted, Mead Lumber was born in Nebraska. So now when you have the seed of an idea for a new building project from concept to design, delivery to installation, Mead Lumber in Kearney has a team of professionals to assist you with every phase of your project and service that you'd expect from a neighbor. Stop by Mead Lumber at 1440 West 56th Street to get started. Log on to MeadLumber.com. Mead Lumber in Kearney proudly supports all area athletes. It's the sale you've been waiting for. Gary Michael Summer Half Price Sale. All men's and ladies' summer clothing is half price. Don't delay. There's still plenty of hot weather ahead. And Gary Michaels has the clothing for all occasions. From swim to golf to summer weddings. Now half price. And ladies, Hobo and Brighton clearance half to 75% off. Shop now in downtown Hastings and Kearney. Gary Michaels Clothiers. Just when you thought it was safe to stay out of the water, Buzz's Marine presents Cause 6, a new dimension in savings. Why do they call it a Cause 6 sale? Because there's only six carryover specials left in stock, and Buzz's Marine has taken a monstrous bite out of their price. Buzz's Marine has vowed that the sale will come to an abrupt halt as soon as the last boat is sold. Cause 6. Brought to you by Buzz's Marine. Hurry, sale ends whenever. Go to buzzesmarine.com for more details. Buzz's Marine, South Central Avenue, Cardi. And welcome back here to Aurora as the Huskies win their uh, home opener by a final of 45-10 to 10 over Carney Catholic. This is 
the New West Sports Medicine and North Peak Surgery postgame show. Certified and fellowship trained physicians provide a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment. Let's do our scoring uh, wrap-up to begin with here. On their first possession, Aurora punched it into the end zone after the interception. And uh, the pass from Caleb, uh, excuse me, the run by Caleb Morale from two yards out made it seven to nothing. Morale, less than a minute and a half later, also got in the end zone after a three and out. And basically the punter got sacked for Carney Cal. They gave them the short field. Morale punched it in from 24 yards out. It was 14 to nothing at that point. And then two minutes and 20 seconds after that, Trevor Dvorak was able to uh, uh, run in from three yards out. And that made it 22 to nothing with the two-point conversion. Cardi Catholic's lone scoring possession of the first half came off the foot of Spencer Hoekland and hit a 40-yard field goal on fourth and goal from the 23. And uh, that made it 22 to three at that point. But then Aurora was not done as they scored three more times in that second quarter. Morale, a four-yard run to make it 30 to nothing with the two-point conversion. Dvorak hit James Herzberg on a beautiful 30-yard touchdown pass to make it 36 to nothing as they missed a couple of extra points there. And then Mac Owen sacked uh, the quarterback Heinrich Hartberg in the end zone for the safety that made it 38 to nothing. It's going to be 38 to three at halftime, and we had a running clock the second half. In the third quarter, Carney Catholic and Aurora exchanged touchdowns. Dvorak, a uh, 39-yard run to make it 45-3. to And then Harburg uh, on a nice drive for Carney Catholic connected with Austin Christner on a 24-yard touchdown pass. The extra point was good, and it was 45-10 to at that point. And the running clock uh, made that your final score, 45-10. to Our scoring wrap-up is brought to you by Buffalo County Farm Bureau. Everything you need covered wrapped up in one great insurance agent. Buffalo County Farm Bureau in Kearney. So as you can kind of tell, beginning to end, Aurora with, uh, with in control in this football game. Yeah, they were, Randy. You know, and it, it, it started off with them picking that pass off right off the bat, and they just couldn't – we just – you know, Kearney Catholic just could not, you know, get the momentum stopped at that situation. Uh, and, uh, you know, they called a couple of timeouts defensively just to try to make sure things, uh, you know, everybody's in the right position and doing the right things. But uh, things just did not go their way tonight. Well, kind enough to join us to talk about it after a tough night is uh, Carney Catholic head coach Rashawn Harvey. And we've mentioned a couple of times, you just got yourself behind the eight ball and never could get going. <laughs> yeah, it just snowballed on us early. I think that first drive had a hybrid got hit, arm got yep. hit, ball fluttered in the air, picked it off, and then it just snowballed. Yep. And defensively, it was tough to stop them. They're big up front, well, yep. even without the Marlette kit. <laughs> they're still big. Yep. They're big in person and on film. And they're pretty dang physical tonight. Yeah. Yeah, and 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 how important was that momentum? Because I, I kind of said going in, you needed to have a good early start to kind of feel good about yourself. Well, quite the opposite happened. They got the good early start. Right. When we when we play with momentum and we get out in front, we're a good football team. But like I told a young man, it's about how you respond. We needed this tonight. We needed some adversity so we yeah. see how they're going to respond. And they didn't respond well, and that's something that we've been talking to him about even tonight okay yes it doesn't matter we lost doesn't matter get better that's all we have to do now now we've got to have some leadership step up and say where do we want to go from here great thing is this isn't a district game for us but it's a good physical team that we played and if we're going to be successful in high school playoffs if we're going to get there you got to be able to handle physical football teams yeah that's exactly what we were kind of 
Bushcutter and I were kind of talking about, you know, then all of a sudden Carney Catholic had to put a few more men in the box, and then now yep. you're setting one-on-one on the outside, and that's tough for, for those guys. And they were there. They just right. didn't, you know, things just didn't go our way on that right. stuff. You know, it's several. we just didn't make plays tonight. Right. And they made plays. That's what it comes down to, and they control the line of scrimmage. Yes. I want to um, throw a few numbers uh, for you. Aurora rushing the football. Caleb Morrell carried the ball 20 times for 105 yards. Uh, also had a couple of touchdowns. Uh, they had uh, around 210 yards rushing the football, and they also were able to throw for 167 yards as they were 9 of 11. I mean, they, they once they got that running game going, right. that passing game right. looked pretty good, too. And they were on a short field. I mean, we, yeah. <laughs> I don't know, what if we crossed the 50 twice? in the whole game. So they were on a short field a lot of the time. And, yeah, that, that running game is it's, it's potent. And, you know, just listen to, to Coach uh, Peterson, uh, his um, pregame interview. You know, he said they think they found our identity last week. And you can see it on the film against Adam Central. You know, once they got down, they just said, hey, we're going to work on our run game. And they moved the ball. Yeah. You know, they <laughs> it wasn't the roar of, old. Oh, they're going to spread you out. It was a tight end two big old tackles and we're coming downhill at you. And they did it pretty well tonight, you know, but, but for having a short field, I know our defense did, you know, did play well at times. We had some big stops at times and then, then we didn't, but we still ran to the ball, but I like it. We didn't give up. Yeah. We didn't get the result that we wanted, but the kids still fought. And that's why we kept men in that third quarter. We said, Hey, we need to learn to play through some adversity. Yeah. I know that the young kids wanted to play and we got some of them in there. But we need to see how we're going to handle adversity if we're going to lay down or if we're going to fight. And that's and we told them at halftime, it's not about football right now. It's about being a man. How are you going to respond? You're going to let people just jump all over and beat you up all the time, or are you just going to fight back? And we got to get a little bit more fight. And I'm hoping we could get that next week because we go link Christian. They're going to pass the ball maybe five or six times a game running a flex bone. So we right. told me you're going to get punched in the mouth again next week. How will you respond? And that's what teams, you know, are going to see some of this on film. They're going to go, yeah. man, let's just go right at them and see what we can right. do. And, and see, you know, the, the, the kids have got to do that. They got to step up. They got to step up, uh, you know, and, and take a punch or two here and, and get right back at things and stuff. And, 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 how do you do that in practice? What do you do? What do you do to get that through their head? You no, know, we'll have to have, plan. Lane Christian is going to force us to do some different drills and, and sure. getting ready for that running attack. So you know we're going to have to do some more physical type drills, but stay within you know the rules because you don't want to have right. that contact three days in a row. You know we're looking out for the safety of the kids, sure. but we're got to have some more physicality. You know, in practice, right? Uh, offensively, and again, you guys are kind of a finesse team. I mean, you're all you're built on speed, and really, you couldn't get too many guys uh, unloaded. But I did think it was a fairly good game here for Logan Miner. He finished with 75 yards on 12 carries. Yeah, I think we, you know, we got down the field tonight, but we missed some guys running wide open tonight. And so, you know, yeah, yeah, we've got the we've got some speed, and it was. And I'm not, and I'm not going to lie. I said it to the kids. It's disheartening when. They put four guys in the box, and we still couldn't run the ball with four guys in the box. Yeah, you know, O line's got to say, "Hey, man, I got to toughen up a little bit, and we got to be able to run the run the football." But Logan Miner uh, did, you know, have a great game. He had that uh, kickoff return that was called back from an inadvertent whistle. Is that you know, what it was? They said it was an inadvertent whistle. Reasoning, whatever it is, what it is, but an inadvertent whistle. And then he had some good punt returns yeah. also tonight. So, you know, he was on the field a lot. You know, he played running back. He played receiver. He was on yeah. every special team. So, 
the kid didn't come off the field much tonight. Well, I think that inadvertent whistle and the fact you had some guys open and you missed them, it was just indicative that sometimes it's just not your night, Coach. And I think you kind of ran into that. Hopefully you've gotten that all out of your system. (laughs) (laughs) And they they know it. The kids know. We just didn't play well tonight. They absolutely know it. Was that the best Carnicap the team we could have put on the field? Absolutely not. They know they could have performed better. So I'm excited to see how they respond. That's what we tell them. It's the R factor. How will you respond going forward? We'll dictate how we finish this season. All right. Go get them next week, All Coach. Right, thank you. Appreciate y'all covering the Stars. All right. You appreciate the time. Thanks. Deshaun Harvey, head football coach here for the Carnegie Catholic Stars, who uh, have a tough one here tonight against Aurora. They fall by a final of 45-10. to 10. We started hinting around a little bit at some of the stats here, Don. Let me uh, get some other numbers here for you. Unofficially, Heinrich Harburg throwing the football was 8 of 18 for 71 yards. Again, he had 13 yards at halftime, so the second half was a little bit better. Logan Miner had two catches for 17 yards. Austin Christner had uh, one catch for 24 yards. That was the, the uh, touchdown. Brett Mahoney uh, had one catch for 13 yards. Logan O'Brien, one catch for five. Tate Florell, two catches for 22. And uh, rushing the football, we mentioned Miner. Carried the ball 17, excuse me, carried the ball 12 times for 75 yards. Heinrich Harburg, um, again, a couple of those sacks got taken off of his numbers, had six carries for a negative 17 yards. Brett Mahoney, one carry for four. Riley Geyser had uh, two carries for five. Uh, uh, Trey Calling, who got banged up a little bit, one carry for two yards. Uh, Ke- uh, Keegan Bossammer had one carry for a negative seven yards. So unofficially, Carney Catholic running the football. Uh, carried the ball. They had 23 carries for 62 yards. You take their 62 yards, add it to their 71 yards of passing. They had 133 yards of total offense. Meanwhile, for Aurora, throwing the ball 9 of 11 in the air was Trevor Dvorak for uh, uh, a couple of touchdowns as well. Colby Wessels had uh, four catches for 48 yards. Caleb Morrell had uh, two catches for 44 yards. J-Mo Herzberg had one catch for 30 yards and a touchdown. Nate Borkinger, a relatively quiet night for a pretty good football player. He had two catches for 47 yards. Running it, Aurora had Ethan Shaw carry the ball three times for 15 yards. Mac Owens <laughs> carried the ball <laughs> four times for 15 yards. Trevor Dvorak had six carries for 54 yards. Why not? Everybody else did. Uh, Brady Collingham carried the ball five times for 21 yards. Caleb Morrell, the uh, big gun tonight, he had unofficially 20 carries for 105 yards. 38 rushes. For 210 yards here for the Aurora Huskies, uh, 210 yards on the ground, 167 in the air. That makes for 377 yards of total offense. Uh, that's getting it done. Yes, it is. You know, <laughs> you know, on the ground, and then you know, that's like, like Coach Harvey said. That's what the Aurora's going to hang their hat on. They're going to come at you. They're going to get to, you know, going downhill on that. And they're big up front. And uh, you know, Carney Catholic's going to have to, you know, step it up here. You know, and, uh, you know, because the teams are going to see that. And yeah. go up, well, go at them. Lincoln Christian is not Aurora, right. but Lincoln yep. Christian is going to run the football, and we'll see how they respond next week when right. they travel to uh, the capital city. And uh, Doug will have a call for you next week right here on ESPN, KXPN 1460. As, again, uh, the, Bear, the, uh, the Huskies uh, take care of business here at home, winning at 40 uh, – 
45 to 10. Again, I broke my abacus. <laughs> 45 to 10. And the Stars next week will we'll have pregame at 6.30. We'll kick it off at 7 o'clock from Lincoln Christian. And so the Stars have some uh, wounds that they need to uh, heal here. Yep. Um, and uh, we'll see how they respond right. next week as we'll have a game for you next week right here on ESPN. I'm Randy Bushcutter for uh, Don Lee, and our engineer, Marcella Socek. Thanks so much for joining us. Good night, everybody. The proceeding has been a Platte River Radio ESPN Tri-City Sports Production brought to you by Platte River Preps. To download this podcast or any of our podcasts, visit platteriverpreps.com. 